All right, everyone, welcome to the game of the year 2019. We have all the guests. It's me and Matt, but Nukio and Scott have joined us as well. Scott was here last year. Nukio was here years in the past and has returned again from the ether. Well, he did one with you specifically. <laughs> you did last year, yeah. He did one specifically with me, but never in the same room. But now we're all here. I still have a cold. Scott has allergies. It's a very fun time. Uh, boy, this was a weird year to make a list. Yeah. Are you going first, Scott, or is Matt going to go first? Go with Matt first. Okay, Matt. <laughs> so every, like every year, we're going to work our way 10 to 1, uh, and we'll go in a circle, so that way, you know, things happen. And if someone happens to have the same game on their list, they'll say, oh, this was my number whatever, I guess unless it was their number one. Right, right. And then that'll be like a real surprise, you know? Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, Matt, what do you have as your number 10 game of 2019? I'm, I'm really sorry to bring it up oh, so early. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is definitely one of the best games of the year, and it was Forza Horizon 4, uh, Lego Speed Champions. Okay, the expansion. The expansion to I know Forza like, Horizon it's, 4. it's just an expansion, but, I know. like, I was trying to figure out what my number 10 was going to be, and then I went through my list, and I was like... That was a good game. It was. I know. And, and like, if you remember at E3, like, that was my game of E3. Yeah, you were very excited. <laughs> was, there was going to be Legos and Forza. Yeah, That was cool. And it ended up just being fantastic, and I jumped right back into Forza, played a ton more of it. I ended up prestiging in that game. Nice. I never do. Like, yeah. Call of Duty prestiging? Yeah, you... In you, Forza? Yeah, you just kind of level up as you... As you basically race or just drive around, you get experience and you get levels, and then each level you get a wheel spin, which is basically a loot box. <laughs> but it's all free. You can't buy the loot boxes. And yeah, I, I leveled up to the point where I prestiged, and then you just start leveling up again. Damn. So, yeah, it's fantastic. I love that yeah. game. I've put almost 100 hours into it, and I put probably another 30, 40 into it this year. Cool. So, nice. Yeah. I don't have a lot to say because it is just an yeah, expansion. Yeah, it's an expansion to <laughs> the one that was there before. But... Of my game of the year last yeah. year. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was. Uh, no, Nukio, do you want to go? So we're going to go right yeah. to the left. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Uh, this is going to be a... I'm so excited. <laughs> so I already my... roughly know Matt, so this is... So my number 10 is Indivisible. Okay. That game was all right. It was. I, cut, <laughs> I did not make my top 10. Uh, uh, so I played it when it first came out and then something happened oh i went to japan and so i like stopped and i ended up beating it a couple weeks ago like the back half of the game yeah like you know how there's the portion where you go to all the places once and then you got to go to them all again right that was that was the part i did i think i feel like the only reason why that's on my list is because of the south southeastern asian representation of yeah it. i do yeah. i do like that and i think that the characters are interesting um obviously i like the combat as well yeah uh i don't i i don't know i expected that game to be more like have more to it i guess yeah um how did you feel about like the traversal and stuff did you like that portion of it i, I thought that was fine yeah i don't know I did not unlock all the characters, I don't think. Oh, really? I think there was one or two that I did not get. But you did everything, right? Like, you got the yeah, platinum, you I beat the, the plat- secret boss, the cat. Mike Z's cat. Mike yeah. Z's cat, yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, I they're also supposed to patch that because there were three characters that they did not have done in time for the game. Oh, really? Yeah, but three like just like original characters, but then also all of the guest Cameo indie characters. characters. Yeah. yeah, like Shovel Knight and uh, Juan from Guacamelee and a bunch of other. There was like, like a Hyperlight Drifter guy. Yeah, there were like ten or fifteen characters that they were gonna add from other indie games. So I think those would be cool. It's kind of weird. I don't know. Were they just going to add characters or, like, add some kind of extra story thing? I don't I know if I can go back to it. I think they were just characters. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, that, so that's the thing that was hard for me was I didn't remember how some of the traversal mechanics worked. So, I like, there were points where after I had taken a break, I got back to it and I was like, I think the game is broken. Until I, like, watched videos of the people doing the part and I was like, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I, I could jump that way. I don't even fucking remember this at all. So, I think that's part of it is you get, like, a lot of traversal ability. I mean, partially yeah. that's my fault because I played it in two separate sections. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Have you ever seen their Twitter? This is a completely different no. thing. They, like, write it as if... They just, like, have a screenshot from the game, and then they're like, oh, isn't it cool that Anja's here to do this thing? It's, like, a really weird tone, and it's not, like, they're writing it. It's, like, some third party is writing it. Oh. It feels very weird, and it's just like, yeah, I played the game. This is, like, a scene <laughs> from the game. I don't know. Um, yeah, but I I think it's a good follow-up to Skullgirls, at least. Like, it oh, has that yeah. same good style of animation and stuff. Yeah. So... Did you you back that originally, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Do they have anything go. else in the hopper or I don't think so. I mean other than adding those characters that they didn't finish and the like rest of the stretch goal stuff, mm -hmm. I don't think so. Which I like it didn't really leave room for a sequel, really. Like yeah. the plot was kind of definitive. Mm. Was it a satisfying ending, or kind of like oh uh, yeah, I, I guess. Wish that yeah, been... I think that was my least favorite part of it was like the the it has like this weird tone where like nothing is really serious the whole time i feel like yeah until the end kind of right which like at first was fine but then at the end and some of the like more serious moments i was like eh. yeah, yeah like with what happens to dar <laughs> and then they were just like ah oh, whatever it's fine and i was like i don't know about that one but you know still goes but no, I did like it, and I think the fighting system is really cool. Yeah. What uh, what characters did you use? Uh, at the end, my my main party was Ajna, Tarani. Uh, what what uh, is, Kampan? Fist, fist girl. Yes, Kampan was very good. Uh, oh, the the chick that gives the buffs. Oh. I originally wasn't gonna use her, but then I thought, eh, I'll just buff. Yeah, I used Tongar for the entire game. They, they patched in dialogue for those characters that oh, didn't speak really? before. Now they all speak, which is really weird playing through half the game where the character doesn't is one of the only non-voiced characters and then they're fully voiced. Uh, yeah, I used Tongar. I did use Tarani for a part of it, but then I ended up using um, Ginseng and Honey. Yeah. Because I didn't have to try to heal anymore. <laughs> I could just be like, ah, healing rain. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I don't remember her name, but the girl who has no arms. And so all her uh, attacks yeah, are like, yeah, you do sick aerials. I thought she yeah, she, she was weird. She, she looked weird. She does look weird, but she was very good. Yeah. Especially because I could just use Tongar's down A. And then they would always be airborne, so she would always get her buff. Yeah. So, interesting.
Alright, well. <laughs> you ready? I'm ready for yours. Nukio, are you ready? Uh, I hope so. Okay, my number 10. Everyone's gonna be upset. It's Kingdom Hearts 3. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you got, no one really liked it but me. Uh, so actually, that's, that's kind of high up on my list. Oh, interesting. It's See, that's great. Mine. Okay, well, I'm glad that we could all have this <laughs> moment. I actually really like this game, and the reason that I felt like I had to put it at 10 on my list was because I... Luigi's Mansion. It was so close. So Luigi's Mansion did not make my list, and I put Kingdom Hearts there instead. Because, like, while I... I mean, on our podcast every week, I talked about how sick Luigi's Mansion was, because I really liked it, and, like, the animation and everything. But Kingdom Hearts... I felt it in my heart. Did it make you cry? Uh, I did cry one time, and it was uh, when Xion came back. Because nothing else was as emotional to me. Uh, and so that was very exciting. I liked when Shion came back, and wow, not even when Donald uh, Zeta Flare. No, but then he came <laughs> back. They reset time. That shit was weak. Everybody they talks about that. But then what was it in two where Goofy gets hit on the head with the world's smallest Goofy rock? Died? Yeah, he didn't die. He like got hit with a tiny rock, and everyone's like, he's dead forever. Died. And you're like, okay, and yeah. Donald used his entire life force to use a spell. He actually did die. But then time reset, so I was less, you know, less sad about that one, I think. Classic plot crunch. Yeah, but then it was really cool when the um, Lingering Will came, when they reset time. So then Donald didn't have to use the Lingering Will, or he didn't have to use Zeta Flare. But, I don't know, people hated the combat in this game, I thought it was fine. It, yeah, it, it like actually gives you see you're mm. over here saying no. It uh, I don't know. it actually gives you a fucking different reason to use the other keyblades. Like every other Kingdom Hearts game, it's like you either use the one that has the highest attack or you use the one that has combo up. That's for it. the entire rest of the game. Like you know what I mean? Like at least in this one, when they transform, you have a reason to maybe use three different keyblades see, like because I, they're like situational. I agree. Until you get the last keyblade. Okay, it is really really fucking dumb. Uh, But in my defense, I basically did that last. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I had already basically got the platinum in the game when I got the final keyblade. So I was like, "Eh, I don't have to use it. I will in the DLC, except for that they're adding Oblivion. So I'll probably just use Oblivion because I think they're going to make it better. Um yeah, no, no, you didn't like this at all. You're one no. of those Kingdom Hearts 2 people. I, I just didn't have fun with it. It was just... As your ninth it, game it too easy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, that, that, so they fixed that, though. Well, fixed, quote-unquote. Like, they added critical mode as a patch, and, like, they're getting more difficulty options in the DLC coming up. Oh, yeah, so you can, like, basically make it, like, Devil May Cry-style difficulty modes and shit. And then they have, like... <clears throat> The equivalent of the skull system from Halo, where you, like, give yourself a bunch of weird handicaps and shit. Because that's, like, the... That's the thing I always see, is people say it's too easy. But then, like... And this is the Kingdom Hearts 2 effect (laughs) that I feel like ruins everybody's opinions of these games. Is, like... I feel the same way about Kingdom Hearts 2, right? Like, I play on normal... 
and you can just mash like a jackass, <laughs> just like you could in this game. But then everybody says, oh no, but you're not playing on critical mode or proud mode with like these really weird constraints. And it's like, well, fucking who was? <laughs> like, why was anyone doing that? And they're like, yes, that unlocks the true potential of the combat. And it's like, for fucking, for what? <laughs> like, it's a fucking Kingdom Hearts game. I'm not over here trying to have like a masochist time. I don't, I don't know. So, like, that's I wonder if now, when it has all these extra difficulties, if people will come around on it, or if they'll still be like, oh, but it's too floaty. It's too floaty. <laughs> it's too floaty. <laughs> fucking every time, because I, I, it's the Osaka team that makes this one, and made all the ones since too, and that's always everybody's complaints, is it's too floaty. But, like, being floaty doesn't make it easier, so what the fuck, you can't conflate those two things. I don't know. I, I got a lot more upset than most people did when people would clown on this game, because, like... The reason that people were clowning on it isn't even the reason you should. Like the story's not good. I, like I, it's. Yeah. I don't even think it's really that satisfying a conclusion for that entire franchise. I just think it's like as good as we were gonna get. Like I don't. I don't know that I expected it to actually end well. I just expected it to end, and I received that. So you're satisfied. I'm satisfied. Good. And there will be more plot in the DLC. So yeah. they have plenty of time to ruin it for me. Uh, <laughs> and, there, and there's definitely more to come. Oh, yeah. And, else. like, they, so that was one of the reasons why I think I was also more excited than most people was because I had the context of the story of, like, <laughs> I watched 100 videos about the mobile game plot that I missed and stuff. And so, like, even people who are way into Kingdom Hearts but didn't play some of the ancillary stuff, the... One of the endings, they're like, I, who is the master of masters? What the fuck is this? And it's like, well, I watched 15 minutes of YouTube videos, so I know. And so, like, I think that that stuff is cool. I'm just glad that they are finally moving away from Sora and them as, like, the main yeah. people. Because well, I'm, I'm, I'm done with that. This is the end of Sora's saga, quote-unquote, is yeah, what we were told. Saga. We're done. No. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts is continuing on. I thought they only called it the Xehanort saga. Did they say that? That fucking sucks. I, I want Sora to be called. Specifically said Xehanort Because, like, Sora's anyway. like a 40-year-old man pretending to be, like, a 15-year-old boy at this point, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Haley Joel Osment is in his mid to late 30s. Yeah. <laughs> so... I don't know. I like. I actually like this game, and people would give me shit for that, but that's fine. I, I know like, you were really excited about I, that ending. I know. The, the, yeah, the secret ending was wild. Oh yeah, yeah. The true secret ending. So like, if they actually follow on that stuff, like I am very excited to see where Kingdom Hearts goes. I think, and like even in the trailer for the DLC, they show Yozora. Yozora. So like, I don't know. I think it could be cool. So that's what I got. Damn, you hated that game. That was your ninth game. Ninth game. That was my number four. Dude. That was Nikio's number four. <laughs> I'm really right. sorry that I didn't play it, guys. Like, that's fine. I know I'm bringing down the podcast. That's fine. All right, Scott. What was your number ten game that you didn't like as much as Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> oh my! Actually, oh my god! I know what it's gonna be. Oh no! You can't say this right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna kill me actively. I think. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. It was DMC five. What? <laughs> How oh, did you do that? Oh that's, that's, We're all leaving. Oh my We're all god. leaving. Oh this is bullshit. God. I knew as soon as oh, oh my god, as soon god. as I thought about it a little bit, you fucking criminal. <laughs> see, that is one underneath Kingdom Hearts for you. That is one above Kingdom Hearts for me. Okay, so that was your yeah. third? Yeah, that's my third. That's my... What, do I, what is that for me? 
Scott, what the fuck? Um. I hate you. Uh, that, okay, that was my number six. That's my number four. Okay. Look, I'm the... Listen. <laughs> you didn't like this game. Okay, so you it's didn't like this game. It's the only game I like, didn't platinum this year. <laughs> it is. Well, you would have had to beat it a lot of times. Okay, so I this is I barely wanted to get through the first I know. This is my thing. That game is like six, seven hours long. Yeah. Like, I remember beating it in like one sitting and being like, wow, that's a really short game. And you came and talked to me a couple days and you were like, it's so long. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's so long. It is not long. And so then you finally beat it and even then you didn't like it, which like I don't. I it don't just, get. It went on forever. It like. did not go on forever. Like there start... were some chapters that were like ten minutes long. I don't know. There were literally some chapters. <laughs> and that so, like, 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 I just did you just like the combat. I I don't know. It just <laughs> it wasn't my flow. What the hell did you cut for this? <laughs> uh... No, which I that I don't get. I mean, everybody's got their own opinions, which right, is right. Right. <laughs> that's fine. But like. This is the finally the game where Devil May Cry fans shut the fuck up and admitted that it might actually have better combat than Devil May Cry Three, which is where which is like baffling, especially coming from Kingdom Hearts, where like people did not believe that at all. And people still think Two is like a pinnacle. It's like fucking melee fans over here. Oh, but then like this was the one where I feel like finally people were like, oh no, like I think that actually it might have better gameplay now. Was this was your controller broken when you played this? It might have been. Oh fuck! But I remember also having the issue because you said there was multiple chapters where like people were helping you. Oh, and so that and I did not. For you. I did not have any yes. of those experiences. So that also <laughs> happened for me. But sometimes AI would come in. I did not even have the. AI. <laughs> yeah. And I thought some parts were just more stacked in difficulty, and I was like, "What the hell?" Is that this? is true. So I, the one he talked about was the one where all three characters are supposed to be uh, there at the yeah. same time. He did right. not have the other characters. It was just me. It was well, just like, him by himself, which would be. <laughs> really hard yeah so I was, there, I was like this is ridiculous <laughs> so like i get i get that and like that's just the game kind of failing on you at that and point, i didn't know I there was supposed to be other people until manny told me about it yeah <laughs> did you play this at launch oh uh, yeah yeah slightly after because i played it like a couple months after on xbox <laughs> and i always had someone around uh, I, I think it was on was it on game pass at that point no okay because it is now. I it think. is on now. Yeah. yeah, but I, I also at launch, I definitely had a lot of issues with that. Like they would be like, "Yeah, this person was here to help you," and I was like, "The fuck they were!" <laughs> I didn't see that. Uh, Capcom having issues with online? that code? No way. <laughs> uh, but I mean, it's like it's a game that's not even really meant for that. Oh, well, yeah, it's just some yeah. of those chapters they come together that way. Um, no, and I, I really like the. It's my number six game. I really right. like the. Um, the combat, the combat in general, like yeah. I, we talked about the story. It's like it's funny. It's whatever, man. I <laughs> it's mean, like one of the most entertaining stories it, of the year. It is what I expected exactly after Devil yeah. May Cry Four. Like if they didn't follow up with this plot, like what the fuck were they? Gonna yeah, do, but you weren't you I mean? shocked when you find out that Virgil, Virgil the daddy is the top? <laughs> no, I could not have been less shocked by that moment. I also couldn't have been less shocked when they were like Virgil's V, and it was like, oh, but what? Their names start with the same. Were you confused? <laughs> I was never. I was never confused. Uh, yeah, I don't. So like the yeah. story, I could I could take or leave. Like yeah, I actually yeah. think that three has an interesting story. This was just like this is what Devil May Cry had to be for Devil May Cry Five after they fans railed on them so hard for DMC and they bring it back. Like it's just yeah, you gotta have Virgil be there. You gotta have 
all the Dante fan service and stuff, Lady and Trish. Like, you just have to have all these elements. Mm-hmm. But where I think they actually did a good job is, like, I, I don't know. The combat, I think, is good. The music is excellent. The music is excellent. It's not like, um... I, I don't know. Like, I'm not one of the people who will play it over and over again and, like, get the maximum use out of the combo system and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I still enjoy it enough to be, like... Yeah, I think this was a good action game. Stylish, yeah. hard action, you know? Scott just hated it. <laughs> Which just... isn't fucking baffling. So, like, this means that Sekiro is going to be higher on your list than that, and you fucking hated that game, and you've got a spite platinum. <laughs> oh, like, this... oh, man. I don't know. It was just... No, see, but, like, Sekiro, you yelled at me about. You never yelled at me about Double May Cry. Oh, man. So I just wanted Double May Cry to be over with. I, and it what? was it's it was so over with. It was like I, I did it in one sitting, and it was it over. It took forever. Why is it on your list? You clearly beat more than ten games. Because he hated the other two. No, but I think I know what two, one of them was that he caught, which I'm very excited about. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I like Devil May Cry. You did not really, but it was your ninth favorite game of the year. Tenth. <laughs> uh, tenth. Uh, sorry. Tenth. Okay. Oh, because okay, right, that makes plus, sense. Ninth was Kingdom Hearts, which yeah. you also hated. <laughs> Interesting. I, I didn't. I never got to a point in Kingdom Hearts where I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. You did. I, you literally I didn't, told me I that. Didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Like no, through. I know. I remember you telling me you were like, I think this game sucks, and I was like, but I, I love. I'm loving it. this game. I streamed through the whole thing. I love Kingdom Hearts three, but I also love Devil May Cry five more yeah, than yeah. that in terms of like. Because, yeah, that was my number six. What was it for you, Nukia? Number three. Three, and for four. you it was four. Yeah. It so is an a... objectively better game than uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I, especially in yeah. terms of a combat system. Yes. Oh, I'll take what about that. story? No. I, well, <laughs> uh, there's, less, there's less to look at. That's for sure. All right, so number ten was DMC five for yes. Scott. I guess we got. Uh, that I saw. I saw it coming. We have got that conversation out of the way. Early. I'm really glad we don't have to talk about such a terrible game anymore. <laughs> Matt, what did you? This is why. Oh man, uh, my podcast num- always interesting. My number nine is mm-hmm. a game that I know you guys didn't play. Well, actually, Manny played a little bit. It's uh, Ukulele in the Impossible Lair. Oh, thank God. I thought he was going to say something different. Okay. <laughs> what? I thought it was going to I thought I was going to have to cry. It was going to be so much lower than I thought. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Yeah, Ukulele in the Impossible Lair. Yeah, yeah. I This game did the amazing of being like one of my best surprises of the year. Mm-hmm. But then also being one of my biggest disappointments of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both. Yeah, it is so um it just came out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. like you remember, ukulele was one of my biggest disappointments of this generation. Yeah, I would say <laughs> in general. Yeah. So then they were like, "Hey, we're rethinking, and we're going back to Donkey Kong Country," which mm-hmm. I love. Donkey Kong Country, yeah. and the game plays a lot like Donkey Kong Country. Uh, so I just kind of loved it, and I was just playing through all the levels, which there are twenty levels, but then every level has like a remix level. Where they kind of switch it up, where you either phrase it or you put what you like. It's underwater, or sometimes it's windy, or sometimes there's more enemies. So ultimately, you play through like basically forty levels, <clears throat> and the whole crux of the game is you want to beat each level to get like a B, which will then give you armor for the final area, the impossible layer. Yeah. So I played through the entire game, got every single B, one hundred percented the game. I get to the impossible layer and I get through like maybe 40% of the impossible layer and I'm like, I can't beat this game. 
So So that how many bees are there total? Forty? No, there's there's a few that you can get in like this the overworld. I think there's okay. like forty two or And so that means 45. you can get hit forty two or forty five times yes. in the impossible lair. Oh, the impossible lair is probably like at thirty minutes long. Yeah. So like that was I it didn't grab me right. right off the bat, so I didn't end up playing a lot more of it. But I, we talked about this on one of the podcasts. Is I watched the completionist episode. I watched that after uh, you told me about it. And so, like, it was really weird because I thought that because he starts off and he talks about how he loves it, just mm-hmm. like Matt did. And I was like, oh, maybe he really did like it. And he goes through the whole thing and then gets to the part and he's like, but fuck the impossible lair. Like, I almost actually couldn't complete this game. I almost had to stop. But. He said it was enough of a pain in the ass with 45 hits, but because mm-hmm. the completionist whole thing is you have to complete it 100%, he also had to do it in the beginning without taking a hit. Mm. And so it's like already borderline impossible. So I think it was just like not tuned right or something because like even for someone who's used to dumbass shit like that for him to not he's, almost have to quit like he said it was the hardest game he's ever yeah like he before. said he was almost broken completely and like for like a fun Donkey Kong Country <laughs> yeah. clone it seems fucked up. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how do you 100% a game... And you can't beat the final level? Like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, that seems crazy, but... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, when my best run was, like, 40%, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to beat this. (laughs) (laughs) So this is the one game I didn't beat for... And that's why I think it's so bizarre, is you did actually... You literally did everything else Mm -hmm. you could possibly do. (laughs) Like, there's no more game for you to complete other Mm -hmm. than that final level. And I bet that the ending is not worth no, <laughs> worth no. it. So like, where I got like twenty five hours out of it. So it's yeah, not like it's I did. Not... It's not like it was super short and it was like a six hour thing. And then, so, no, I walked away satisfied, but just disappointed that you can't couldn't beat the game. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So no, that is my number nine, Nukio. Okay. Uh, my number nine is a lot less exciting. Whoa. <laughs> It's Apex Legends. What? Apex Legends? You know what is the only Battle Royale I've ever played? Oh, all three Apex of us played Legends. It. <laughs> we, we were the... We, we won. We got my yeah. victory royale. Me, Scott, and Nukio. We played Apex Legends. I don't know. That game's fun. It's Titanfall controls, but Apex Legends. Or yeah. But, yeah. Battle Royale. Um... Do you have you played it that much more? Like, yeah, not not, not like a whole lot more, but yeah. I mean, I've played with like Philip and his friends. Okay, yeah, it's just fun. Yeah, I know, Willie plays a lot of it. Played a lot of Apex as well. I don't know; the, those just aren't the kind of games that grab me. But I did have fun playing with you guys yeah. for two hours or whatever we played it for. Yeah. I I figured if I was gonna try one, it would be Apex because Respawn is a good. We only developer. did what, five games. I think we did less than that, and you were bugged for one of them, and we, we almost won. still oh. almost won when you were bugged out. I, I couldn't be on the ground for more than ten seconds without instant die. <laughs> yeah, because we like dropped somewhere like up high, and so it like permanently thought that you were falling off the world. So you were what's the character's name? Lifeline. I don't know the robot. Uh, the guy. one with the robot with the zip line. Uh, but so yeah, you would use the zip lines, and it would reset the counter as long as you weren't touching the ground. We still almost won while you had. That constraint, which is insane. But then we did win one after. So if you you can't get revived? Oh, well, I could. I, no, so that apparently that's a bug because I told my brother about that afterwards and he said that still happens to him all the time. Okay. And what's fucked up is he finally said like, okay, let us, let me die. 
and then he spawned on the ship dead and fell out of the ship dead and then they couldn't revive him so i guess that was like my brother had experienced that a bunch of times so i think that's just a common bug so we probably would not have been able to revive scott yeah because and then there is like a weird thing where you can respawn people right you have to like, don't you like bring a flag somewhere? Yeah, like you bring their flag yeah. to like a respawn thing. Because I've never actually played it. I... Yeah, it, and then it says respawn. Respawn's new thing mm. is that they always try to find a way to physically say respawn <laughs> in their games. Like in Fallen Order, when you die, and the whole screen just says respawn, right. and you hit X, and it's like, okay, got him. Uh, so that's how they do it. Mm-hmm. You like plant the flag, and then I believe it just says respawn, and you do that. But. No, I liked it. So that's cool. Battle Royale action. New map is cool. Oh, I have not played. Yeah, there's a train, right? Is there a train? I think the I think there's a train, and then like when it when it parks at certain stations, it like unlocks things around the map or something. Sounds cool. I like trains. (laughs) Um, All right, my number nine is Concrete Genie. Oh wow. Um. Which is like a, it was a first party Sony game, but it's like, it might as well come from an indie studio. Like it's a smaller developer. Um, and I just, I don't know. It's a fun game. Like it's not very long. It's probably like eight hours and you just basically like have fun paint times. I, I don't know. You like, uh, I like neon colors. All the paint is neon and it's never like, I kind of hate games like that usually where it's like, oh, just like be creative and do whatever. Because it's not really that creative. No, though. because like I can't paint. So I was like, oh, this town's going to look like total dog shit if you just make me paint. But it's like they're um, <coughs> like weird templates. So it's like, oh, yeah, flowers yeah. and you just do that. And then they like kind of grow on their own or whatever. And so like even if I just like dicked around, it'd be like, oh, this looks pretty. Then I don't suck as an artist. Thank you. Yeah. The uh, whole... Oh, so, yeah. sorry. No, you're... I was just going to say the whole conceit of the game is like you're just like in this like run down drab uh, like fishing town yeah so it's like a fishing town that uh this (coughs) basically there was an oil spill and Mm -hmm. so the town had to evacuate they tried to stay as long as they could but then they moved to a nearby area and so like you play as the main character ash and he uh yeah ash ketchum i don't know if he has a last name (laughs) no i don't um but but he like draws there because Mm -hmm. it's like what makes him happy and there are these roving gangs of bullies that think don't like him and so they like the whole beginning is like they take his art book and tear out all the pages and so that's you collecting the pages gives you pieces to put on the genies and like different flowers and Mm. stuff to start painting again but I, i don't know it's just like fun dumb puzzles like you'll paint a genie on a wall and they'll have different powers like the yellow ones can use electricity the blue ones will blow air and the red ones will catch fire to things so like they'll be like oh i would like for this wall to have this and then you do that and they're mm-hmm. happy about it they're like it but it had the whole conceit is like it has a message about like hey bullying is bad don't do it I'm like i agree sure mm-hmm. don't do that um the the, the like end where they kind of like redeem the bullies is a little weird but i mean they all you know it's fine and it, it, it never gets to be, like, too much. Like, I think if it went more than its, like, seven, eight-hour runtime, it would be really repetitive because it's just, like, you're just painting and painting. I think it would actually be a lot of fun for, like, younger kids because right. they don't even give a shit about the puzzles. they just be like, ooh, pretty neon flowers and shit. Which there is, it's like, fun. a creative mode. There is there? a creative mode. You can, Especially, like, at the end, you unlock this wide-open area and you can paint as much <clears throat> as you want, and that's mm-hmm. cool. 
uh, for Christmas, they actually changed a lot of the themes to just be like weird Christmas shit. Mm. So that was really interesting. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's just like a fun, charming little game. It was weird because there's no combat until like the last hour of the game. And it's not good combat. Like, it's just fine. It's just, it's just weird that they decided to add that in at the last moment. But I did like it. I hope it's the Pixel Opus <laughs> is the name of the studio. And I hope that they just keep... Sony allows them to do weird shit like that. Because it's just an interesting game. That I think not even really anyone knew was coming out. Despite the fact that it's a first party Sony thing. Well, they, like, released it the same week as Medieval, I want to say. Like, yeah, but it many... was, like, right off... It... But they sent both out to die, because all they cared about was uh, Death Stranding. I don't think they did any advertising for it, either. No, they, no, they didn't, and that's why, like, people were, like, knew about Medieval, and I was right. like, that's the one you guys chose to do the fucking advertising for? Because even that remake didn't look good. No. Like, it's a, re- it's a remake of an original game that wasn't that good to begin with, you know what I mean? Well, that's my personal opinion. I, I don't think I don't, I don't think Medieval's very good, but like, whatever. Sony had a weird year. Like Sony that. had a weird year, but yeah. Then also they were pushing Death Stranding, right. so like, of that's course, all they uh, of course you're gonna yeah, thumbs up on that <laughs> fucking train wreck. Uh, anyways, that's what I got. Scott, your number nine was uh, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, yeah, Kingdom right. Hearts. We already talked about it. <sighs> okay. Hey, right, Matt. Number eight. My number eight. Is uh, Super Mario Maker 2. Interesting. Nice. So, yeah. You did. You made a level. I played it. I made a couple levels, and I think you played through both of them. I think I did play through both, yeah. Which you have the world record on the one last time. I know. I tried. Damn. I didn't have it originally, and I said, this punk is not going to (laughs) beat me on Matt's level, (laughs) and I figured it out, and I did it. Yeah, I mean, like, the levels I made were just basically, like, just semi-difficult platforming levels, but, like, kind of fair. But, yeah, I just... I. I feel like the energy and the positivity of this game just, like, died off almost immediately. It did, and I think part... uh, Well, I think there's a couple reasons for that, but, like, they just finally did their major update... Right. ...like, a week or so ago, Mm -hmm. where they added the Zelda stuff. Like, I did like that. I think it's cool. Yeah, it seems It adds an interesting new thing, but I think in the first one... They um they were it, it was more regular updates. Yeah, more regular updates. People were just more excited in general. The Wii mm-hmm. U tablet seemed to be a better tool for making levels and right. doing stuff. But yeah, yeah I uh, just I just have like really good memories of just coming home from work and just like grabbing my uh, switch and putting something on the TV and then just playing through. Like I didn't ever went for like the extremely hard. I found oh, see, like that was my issue. I did like the ones that were like one to ten percent. I found <laughs> that to be a perfect range. Where like anything under one percent, I was like, this is that's for that's masochists. for robot people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and it, it I played it so much, I started to like get an appreciation for Mario, which I never had. Mm. So I was like, I'm gonna play through Super Mario World. I've tried it a couple times, but I've never really played through the whole thing i got through half of it and i was like you know what i still don't like this game oh man (laughs) we're just learning all kinds of bad things on this podcast Uh, but super mario maker 2 i like those physics a lot better oh oh god that's why i think it bothers me is because they're not the same even as original mario like they're just off enough where it's like oh you were you're like right it's right there but I mean, like, it has to be. It does have to be, other than the, the fact that 3D World is 3D different world physics. Is different, yeah. yeah. But, like, all the other physics, like, regardless of art style, it needs to yeah, be the same. Yeah, it has to be the same. Because otherwise, then it'd just be, like, 
Yeah, Mind it would fuck. be ridiculous. So, so I mean, I, I, I get, get why they yeah, do that, do and they use the new one because I, because why wouldn't they just use that physics engine? Do you think that they're gonna add Super Mario Brothers two as another tile set? No, really? Because, because like, why? Why would you add three D World as a separate, like totally separate thing well, if you weren't gonna add more stuff like that? They could have done it. They could have done it already. I'd... Well, yeah, but now they can charge me money for it. I guess. <laughs> you know. But that's not really the Nintendo way of thinking. Well, it should be. But it's not. <laughs> because, like, I don't, they could make a lot of money on that. I just... I I think they would have already done it if they wanted to do it. That's fair. I think and for they, whatever reason, they just... They should want that. And everyone's like, hey, you should do two. And then Nintendo's like, no. Well, no, that's no. why I thought it was crazy is because in the original, they were like, oh, we can't do that because mm. it's so different and, like... The physics are different and everything is different. Right. And then in this one, they made one where everything was different and you couldn't yeah. use it together. And I was like, well, I mean, I like 3D World, but why wouldn't you just have made the one that people asked for? You know what I mean? Because that's the Nintendo way. <laughs> that That's true. <laughs> you ask for it, one yeah. thing and they do the... Uh... They go. They you yeah. Go, I you mean, like, to zag and they zag. So like how the first update was to help the multiplayer. Yes. No one wanted. Yeah. I like. I, that's, oh my god. That multiplayer when we did for extra life was pretty <laughs> And like a lot, a lot uh, of Nintendo games have had bad net code. Oh. Mario Maker takes it to like a fucking extreme, where it's like either running perfectly or at like two frames a second. It's fucked up. I don't think I had a single good connection in no. the multiplayer. It's not great. No. But yeah. yeah, it was fun. I made a couple levels. and For a good month, I would just come home and just play that for a little while. And nice. Yeah. I really liked it. Yeah. Did you download any of the those automated levels where you don't have to do anything? Those aren't fun. That did. They play music. I know. Some of them play music. I do something. like some of the music, and I did download a lot of those. Oh, but that one level with like the first-person shooter perspective. Thing, oh, that, that is really crazy. Cool. Yeah, that, that was, was a cool level. All right. Yeah, Nukio, what is your number eight? My number eight is Bloodstained Ritual. Oh, Bloodstained of the night. Ritual of the Night. Now, be careful. If more than one of us recommends it to Scott, he won't play. So, <laughs> no, no, no one recommend. Scott, uh, don't play it. Uh, I do think you would like a sub, because you like oh. Time Spinner. Oh, I do? Yeah. <laughs> I can't use the real game, Symphony of the Night, as the benchmark, because he didn't play that, but Time Spinner. Time Spinner is just like Symphony of the Night, I know. apparently. It is, like, exactly the same. This is that, except, like, if everything was amped up to 30 because it just is fucking bizarre is this on your list man it's high on my list okay Ooh. i think i saw a video about this like someone was throwing like cats yeah the cat, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was in donkey's what? video Donkey. it was in donkey's <laughs> was yeah yeah it's that game uh i this did this make my list i don't think so really it didn't yeah. make your list wow. no i don't think so i did like bloodstained a lot mm-hmm. though i mean uh, obviously i backed it enough to get the um the physical copy uh yeah, I, you platinum it, right? I did. God, that's I thought about that, and it seemed like it would just take so much. Oh yeah, because you have to like, get like every shard and like make everything. Make every item. So that means you gotta like grind for money and the, which I mean, eventually you'd probably get so much luck that it's not that big a deal. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I had a question. My brain is melting <laughs> away into dust. Um, did you like the, the story? <laughs> I the story was whatever, I guess. I don't know. Sometimes I can't even remember the main character's name. I do right now. Mary- it's Miriam. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... No, yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, skipped the entire story. That actually probably was beneficial. (laughs) (laughs) But I do that with a lot of games. But yeah, this game just... I feel like people were complaining about just like the signposting and the exploration. Yeah, I mean, there was some... Definitely, there there are two parts where it's like, holy shit, how the fuck was I supposed to know this? Uh, But no, I I did... Like, I think that Mm. overall it's a good job. Like, it just does the thing that the kickstarter promised like it is koji igarashi the guy who made symphony of the night making it again Mm -hmm. but then it's it's not like time spinner or another one where it's just like trying to exactly be that game like it also just goes off the rails like the fucking (laughs) flying cats lightsabers like all the but but then it also adds in like castlevania mechanics from like uh more recent ones like uh they're all what the I can't think of a single Castlevania name. What the ones with Soma Cruz for the DS? Yeah, I, they're they're all they're like Requiem of Silence and shit like that. They're mm. all musical names, but like eventually you would just kill monsters in Castlevania and get like their souls. Right. Just as that was shards, so like you just get the powers of all the enemies and everything is hilarious and ridiculous at a certain point where it's like it's at a certain point it's impossible to take the story seriously. Because half the shit you equip is directly shown on you, so I'm wearing, like, fucking googly eyes <laughs> yeah. and have, like, a mohawk that's rainbow and shit, and it's like, well, sure, you didn't have to show this in the cutscene, but you decided to. Like, Which the cutscene's not really much of a cutscene. <laughs> no, it's just, like, a shitty visual novel thing of them talking or whatever. And right, and it's just the words, I mean. Yeah, I, but I, yeah, I, yes. Yeah, yeah, this game just clicked with me in a way that I just... Because I borrowed it from you, and mm. then I just went home, and I was just like, man, I just... I love that kind of exploration, where it's just going from room to room, and being like, okay, I can't get to this room yet. I'll just keep moving around the castle. And then, I remember there were a couple bosses I got stuck at, and I would just go off and just grind for a couple hours, and then it would make the game like insanely easy after that. But then I'd get to another boss, and I'd just say, God damn it. <laughs> that one boss that you have to fight twice, the samurai? Mm, uh, David Hayter. Salt Snake. Zangetsu. I got stuck at him both times, <laughs> which was fun. I got stuck at him the second time, and that was because I was not playing the game correctly, I don't think. Like... You're just supposed to break it. Like, at a certain yeah, point, yeah. like, I think you're just supposed to be broken. <clears throat> and for some reason, I was, like, not trying to spec that way. Yeah. I was just like, oh, I found this thing that works, so I'm just going to keep doing it. But then at a certain point, it's like, it's just not strong enough. So you just have to be like, I don't know, I'll make lasers fly out of my butt and all yeah. this other magic <laughs> stuff happen and go ham. Which I did at the end of the game, but not, like... Mm-hmm. So I, I think I had a lot harder time than most people did with, like, the midpoints of the game. But... See, I think I had the same similar issue because I got this one weapon. It was a sword that just kind of, like, you throw it and then it comes back to you Mm -hmm. so like i use that pretty much the entire game because i just like projectiles and video games in general so because like you throw it and then it'd come back and hit a couple more times if you you know aimed it properly but at a certain point it was like i'm so used to this weapon but it is so underpowered yeah i do that in a lot of games though Mm -hmm. because i just like i find the thing that works for me yeah i'm like i don't want to change this even if the next thing is gonna be infinitely better and easier to use but then my problem was like i got used to using a projectile so then i wasn't used to being up close and personal Uh, that is my whole jam. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. only up close yeah, yeah, and you, very personal. You like that kind of yeah. stuff where I like staying back a little bit more a lot of times. So, 
Yeah. Wait, so did you did you get to OD? Did you fight him? No, I did not. No. Oh, okay. No, I didn't do... I remember I ended the game at like 99% of the map completed. Uh, yeah. And I was just like, I'm good. So <laughs> OD is the one that turns into Igarashi, right? Or is that a different fight? Because I think you can fight Igarashi. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That one might be a DLC fight because I remember that was a backer reward. So, but at some point, like, you basically do just fight Koji Igarashi, and it is, like, the dumbest thing ever. Mm. So, that's cool. Yeah, that, uh... I still think about that trailer when it first launched, and it's just, like, poop version, new version. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because people were saying it looked, the, the graphics looked like poop. They did not look great for a long time. So, so. alright, you cute, our... Nukio did his, so then yeah. Manny, you're at eight. My number eight is Yokai Watch Three. I know everyone's <laughs> fucking hype as hell to talk about Yokai Watch Three, which is weird because I also played Yokai Watch Four this year, but that's in Japanese, so I don't count it yet. Also, I didn't beat it. Anyways, Yokai Watch Three is the pinnacle of the Yokai Watch franchise. Everyone, I know you're all very excited about that. Uh, it is better than Pokemon was. For sure to me, um, but I think it's because it's just like level five is good at that in their games. Like when, especially when they're on the same platform, it's just like each one is the next logical step of that game. Like, and you played Inazuma. Like the yeah. first Inazuma has like a hundred characters. The second one is a better version of that game with like a thousand yeah, characters, yeah. and the third one is a better version of that game with like three thousand characters yeah. in it. And like that's what Yokai Watch Three is. It also is now maybe one of the most expensive video games I own. Damn. Uh, because it, it, they've made, like, what seems like 12 copies physically, and so I bought the one that our GameStop received, and I think it's over, like, $200 or something now uh, to buy a physical copy. I mean, you can buy it digitally, too, but for a physical copy. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like, it is a, one of those games that usually gets forgotten because it came out at the very end of the 3DS life cycle. So like it, ha it is amazing, like looking and playing the, it's one of the reasons why I think that Pokemon running so poorly, like really upset me is like Yokai Watch 3 looks better on the 3DS <laughs> and runs better on the 3DS than this fucking Switch game does, <clears throat> which like... I realize it's a, di a completely different thing, but, like, come on. And it's one of those things where, like, even the Pokemon games on the 3DS ran worse. So, like, Level 5 figured that out. They're not even a first-party developer. Like, you gotta mm. step up your shit. Mm. But it just, like, had that collectible aspect that I like. Like, there's over a thousand yokai, and the post-game content is actually really exciting. Like, one of the other things is there's basically, like, another game in it. Because you can play this weird action RPG as well outside of the turn-based battling of monsters. Um, and they fixed a lot of the dumber issues that the previous game had where it was like a huge pain in the ass to get a lot of uh, the yokai because it was just like totally random. So now you can use items that will guarantee that they will join you after battle so you don't have to fucking worry about it. They did some weird things where like you can only fight some of them once a day. And so, like, you have to save beforehand and then wait 24 hours before you can fight them again, which is a pain in the ass. But yeah. just overall, like, there, you play as two characters, the plot splits pretty well. Like, it's definitely the plot specifically is, like, more geared towards kids because it's just, like, a dumb, fun adventure thing. But then 
I don't, there's a there's a ridiculous amount of content in that game, man. Like I played for like ninety hours, and I probably had like thirty percent of the yokai or something. Like shit is wild. There's so much in there, and I could, if I wanted to, I could pick it up again and play for another like hundred, two hundred hours, and still like not have even close to everything. So, at a certain point, I just had to be like, all right, I'm I am satisfied now, because I I definitely could go back and play it. But it, it reminds me of um, Monster Hunter Stories and that, like, these uh, are just two games that are, like, at the end of the 3DS life cycle where, like, you look at them and you're like, I don't... This could be on something totally different. Like, right. I just think this looks and runs better than most 3DS games. It's one of those things where you, like, you look at it and, it like, they got the magic sauce on there. They were like, we figured out how to use the 3DS appropriately with, like, decent draw distance and, like, good graphics. Are so. you implying something about Game Freak? <laughs> yeah, listen, because they're doing the best they can. No, they are. I'm just saying, like, some developers, like at the end of a console's yeah, life cycle, like you can really tell. You're like, oh, you guys have like unlocked the full potential of this thing. Because like, there are no more new 3DS games now, and that was like probably one of the last five. Mm-hmm. I think that was like a brand new big release. And so you just see it, and you're like, oh yeah, this is an end-of-console game that most people will probably miss out on, but like, it actually is very well put together, and they did a good job. Because like, I didn't think I'd have a 3DS game on my top 10 list for this um, year, but, I mean, you know, happens. Now people are just yeah. using it for porn, apparently. <laughs> that's it. That's all people use the 3DS for now. And the Vita. And the Vita. Scott, what is your number eight? <laughs> Devil May Cry 5 again. <laughs> Just to yeah, shit on yeah, it. <laughs> um, number eight yeah. is Pokemans. <laughs> oh, no. What did you cut? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yikes. Can I just stop you for one second? Go ahead. Many seem to make it seem like he you had didn't like nothing Pokemon at all. positive about this game, right? Do you have anything positive to say about this game? About Pokemans? Yes. Yeah. It, it was fun. It was a fun, collectible game. It was okay. the first one you had played in a really long time, right? What, it, it what was, was the last one you played? The Silver and Gold. Holy shit! I thought you said it was Ruby and Sapphire. That's nineteen ninety eight. So it's been Jesus. almost. Tw- it was twenty years. Almost twenty years. Okay, so I, I, I will give this one a pass. I like I. Th- that's my thing. Is like I think that the reason that I didn't like Pokemon so much is because like I play it every year. And so, like, at this point, for me, <laughs> I just, like, there, there is, there's literally no more excuse for that company. Like, I can't, I can't. It didn't hit your list at all? I, no. I, I like, I, I can't, I can't make up for, like, I can't talk positively about it anymore in a way. Like, even if I liked it, it's just, like, at a certain point, like, you, during our Game of the Year category thing, it's just, like, you gotta, you gotta do better. Like, you just, it's, it's 2019. Like, you just... It has to... you got to do better at a certain point. I still don't think they're capable of better. <laughs> I still haven't gotten the first badge. Okay. <laughs> so, like, so that, that was my other question I was going to say, because you got it, and I remember you hadn't liked the last few. Mm-hmm. And then I said that I... <laughs> you, you said that this was the one you were probably going to enjoy, and then I was like, oh, no, I just trashed all over this game, and he finally bought a new one. And, like, I just... I felt bad about that because I was like, oh man, what if Nukio doesn't enjoy this now because I said mean things to about fair, Pokemon? To be fair, I think other stuff came out around it Which is I true. played more, but I just... Yeah. I, I, I do kind of want to go back to it, it but... It is good. I don't... Don't listen to them. They're <laughs> haters. They're, they're haters. The plot's okay-ish, I well, guess. shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> We're not... Well, I will... <laughs> I will afford... 
afford you. I will afford you anything you say about this game because you had a 20-year gap. I'll let you have it. I'll be like, okay, Scott, that's fine. And people enjoy different things. There is not a single world in which I will let someone say the plot of Pokemon Sword and Shield is good. I oh man, what the fuck? Remember when I thought BD was a was a woman? Yeah, Matt didn't even know that Bede was a guy. Yeah, good arc. <laughs> he had a great, uh, what a great arc. Wait, is he wearing the, the like, I'll the... look at, I'll show you a picture because he's wearing. Nukio will Was it that like white haired guy? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. He's wearing a woman's coat and he has old lady hair. <laughs> he's wearing, he's got. He's it's got an, a woman's coat because it, it, well, it's not the color, <laughs> but like women's coats go down to their knees. Men's coats don't go that far. I, I think. It's fine. It could be a trick. And then, and then he's got old lady hair. He's got it's anime white, hair. It's <laughs> white old lady hair. No, I knew. I think I've just seen enough Japanese media to know like, that he's like an androgynous guy. Yeah, yeah, I knew he was a guy. That's fun. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, it was just fun, fun to collect the Pokemans and. But you didn't even do. You you can't even. Give I got two hundred. You, can't, you of them. can't even give me the Pokemon <laughs> I need. You're the one with the one I need. Yeah, I got two hundred of them. Who, who did you pick as your starter? The same one as every time. Score Fire. Yeah. Okay, you want Scorbunny. Which, Scorbunny is the one that makes this already comically easy game even easier. Because you know, if they put some difficulty in there, it might have went higher on my list. They're not going to do that. You're asking I, they should. They, yeah, you're asking for things that <laughs> they already had in black and white, too. Okay, Why would they go I back to that? I didn't even get a dungeon puzzle. The other ones had caves. Well, the two I played had caves. There was no caves in this Well, there one. was no Zubat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if there's no Zubat, you can't have caves. No, but I like I agree with that. I there should be there was there no was cave. a cave. The, the cave was the shortest thing in the world. That's <laughs> <laughs> loosely a cave, and that's what I I made fun of that is they finally make the escape rope a key item. There's not even a fucking cave to escape from. Like, what are you doing with, to me right now? And I. I still like will Road. forever go buck wild about the fact that they made TRs. Like, they went back on one of the main positive decisions they made. Even though they kept TMs in as unlimited use things, they had to re add single use items to make it, like, slightly obfuscated for no reason. And I, like, I, so I can't even get totally mad at you is because, like, I did enjoy it. And I am the problem. I am, I am, I am what's wrong with Pokemon. It's like, I will be like, oh, yeah, well, like, even a not great Pokemon game is still a, it's a fine game. And, like, I'm right there. I just, why? They got, I want so much more. And I can't even, so this is a, this is our podcast. So like, I can say this. If I said this on Twitter, I would have to delete my Twitter. Like I would actually have to just shut it down because people get so rabid about it. Like, and they're like, what do you mean you didn't like it? It's the best game since Red and Blue. And it's like, all right, let's all take it down several notches here. Like we, I, I don't know, man. I feel very much the opposite of you do in this game. <laughs> but even I will say, this isn't even the best Pokemon game on the Switch. I, I know! Like, I I think that even Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee... Like, it was a better made game at yeah, the very yeah, least. Yes. Like, it ran better. Like, how, does yeah. it, how does it fucking happen? And it looked better? It's it's bizarre to me. I, I don't know. But yeah, it's, I... I don't think you guys really got into the open area as much as I did. I, I hate loved, it. I love that open <laughs> I area. I fucking hate it. It's so crazy. I felt like I spent a lot of time 
Mm-hmm. That's why I haven't like gotten the first badge. Yeah, because like it's so much fun just like riding around. Wow. And you're like, oh, there's a machop over there. I don't catch machop. I don't have fun with that. It's like it's the same. It's the same issue that I have with open world games, where it's like, yeah, why do you fucking even have an open world? Like I. Especially because, like, I do like catching Pokemon. Like, that's yeah. my thing in Pokemon. The wild area makes all of the regular game irrelevant. Yeah. Like, why even have routes? Why isn't it just, like, a giant open area that happens to have gyms in it? Which they should. The next game just... Uh, they they, they could, but, like, that's what I'm saying is, like, you get to later routes in the game, and it's, like, the special thing about this route is, like, oh, I can catch Mr. Rhyme, or I can catch Duraludon. I could have caught those two Pokemon fucking 40 hours ago at the beginning of the wild area. And I did. At a lower <laughs> level. And, the, it will, and then you have those Pokemon with you longer. And you have those Pokemon with you and longer, they, but, like, I just don't... attached to them. It's, it's But I don't get game. attached to Pokemon. Like, I want to <laughs> catch them. I Like, I, I, I don't but then, know. like, you're... They're your best friends, so like. I and you know what, Arcanine is my best friend, and see? I've had one <laughs> for <laughs> over a decade now. I don't need another one. Did you have a Mr. Rhyme in your party? I did not even catch a. Oh no, I did catch a Mr. See, Rhyme. This is why it's not high on his list because he didn't have Mr. Rhyme. <laughs> and his stupid tap shoes. Yeah, oh, and he's an ice type. He's ice psychic. It's incredible. Is this is this higher on your list, I assume? It's seventh. Okay, seventh. So it's okay, literally not, right not, right not, right right not like, going from his eight to my yeah, seven. It's not, not like right up there, so that's so, fine. Yeah, I, I couldn't put it any higher because, like, what I like about this game is that it's Pokemon. I, I know, and, like, that's why I am upset with myself that I, like, that is my, <laughs> that's what I say about it. And, but, like, I can't, I don't, I can't disparage you, Scott. I'm sorry yeah, that I was, yelled in the beginning about the Pokemon. <laughs> Just Pokemans. It, yeah, and it was fine. Like that's. Does it bother you that he thinks Pokemon is better than Devil May Cry? A little bit. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. I think. Yeah. I, that is. That, I mean, that's fine though. I. But you hadn't played a Pokemon game in 20 years, so like I, I, I get that like it like... would be a new, interesting, cool experience. And Pokemon to me is like exactly the kind of game that you get you like normally so that's why i thought that it was a bummer when even you were like oh it's too easy and like it was boring and i couldn't play it for that long is because like it has all the makings of like something that you would really like is like it's you can grind endlessly if you want to you can catch all these things there are all these like goals to have and complete and it's just it's a bummer let me teach you about eevees and ivies (laughs) (laughs) are you are you guys pro Pro hop or I am anti hop. I am anti hop as well. But the there rival. are. So I know you're looking so confused. The rival. Wait, wait. <laughs> what you said it was a good oh. story. And you don't even remember <laughs> the one of the main characters in it. Hop? No, hop sucks. There are a lot of people that defend him, but man, I'm tired of. I'll give dumb rivals. I will give. But that I will he was give the them, worst. I will give them the one thing, and this is the thing that people <laughs> always point out when they try to say that Hop is a good character, and it is that his character arc is told through his Pokemon. So you wouldn't have got that far, which is this is fine. It's not really even a spoiler because just Pokemon he has. He starts off and he has that Wulu. And yeah. it sucks. Yeah, like, it's a terrible wool. It's so bad. I know. <laughs> and, but he keeps using it until he gets beaten by Bede. And then Bede basically says, like, yo, your Pokemon suck. You need to rethink your whole fucking strategy. <laughs> and so the next time you fight him, like, he's, like, depressed and weird. And he doesn't have it. 
anymore. Like, he took his wulu out. And then he, like, goes through this whole thing where he, like, starts to feel better about himself and do whatever. And then he comes back and he has a dub wool. Like, it's his original one. Like, he came back and had that team. And, like, I get it. That's his arc. And he decided whatever. But, like, that's the one thing people use to defend that character. Doesn't make him any deeper. It doesn't make him any less obnoxious the whole game, in my opinion. And then people try to also defend Bede. Dude is a giant twat the entire game. And, like, I don't get it. Nothing, had, nothing good happens about that. Oh, man. I do think people dumpster sun and moon, man. Professor Kukli fucking fights you in a wrestling costume, and then at the end of the fucking game, he comes out and tries to. He's the league champion, like. Ugh. Yeah. And Leon just exists and is the dumbest person in the world. Doesn't even oh, know how to read yeah. a map. I'm so tired of that anime trope. Get it out of my shit. The guy who's so dumb they can't know left from right. I've had enough of it. But he was sponsored a lot. He had the stickers on his cape. He I like was, that. He's the Le Champion. He's the Le Champion. <laughs> he is. That's true. Every time I saw him, that's all I, I would say. Which Nukio does not. It's a wrestling thing. Yeah, I can imagine. And that's what I thought was funny. Is like, people are trying to say that these characters are like so oh. good. And it's like, there's fucking nothing. They're, they're razor thin. I can't believe, like, I hated the story of Sun and Moon. But, like, that actually did have, like, a decent, a decent story. St- like, it had one <laughs> that this, people liked. Like, I'm convinced, and I told Scott this a bunch of times, I'm convinced that they were told to make, like, the original story of, like, oh, man, Kid becomes the champion. Mm-hmm. And then in the last 40 minutes before they had to ship the game, they were like, <laughs> oh, shit, we forgot to add in the plot about the legendaries. We gotta get that in here. <laughs> and then you go through that, and, like... What is the most immediate nothing 40 minutes of your entire life? It was very annoying because, like, it's right at the end where you're, like, in the middle of the final four or elite four. And then you're just, like, and then then you just do some weird anime shit. You played, um, yeah, black and white. Yeah. Because that's the same thing that happens in the elite four. You get taken to End's castle. Yeah. And, like, that's cool as shit. And I love End. And when when it happens in this... And it's like, oh, you mean the villain who you set up 20 minutes ago? Yeah, I hate that guy. Shit. And then all the poker reps try to kill you? They do! <laughs> it doesn't make no sense! Like, you can't even spoil the plot for someone because there isn't one. Like, it just, like, you, we can say all this shit and you'll be like, who are you talking about? It's like, don't worry, you'll find out in the last 15 minutes of the game. They're like, come on, man. My last favorite thing is when you use a type weakness against the final guy, and he's like, ooh, you're using type weakness. <laughs> yeah, dog. We're fucking here 30 hours later. I did figure out type weaknesses. If I didn't, we would have been fucked way earlier than this. No, you wouldn't. Oh, that's, you I mean, that's, pro- that's probably <laughs> But no, yeah, like when you get a crit on the league champion, he's like, oh, crits. And you're like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Shit, whose turn is it? I don't know. Uh, Scott, 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 you Pokemon. Pokemon's my seven. number seven, so oh, you're on to seven. seven. My number seven is Baba is You. Nice, oh. you played this? Yeah. Okay, did you beat it? Yeah. What? <laughs> That's crazy. So I didn't I didn't play this, but everybody seemed to think that it was like yeah. impossible. It's a fun puzzle game. Nice. Did you like look up a lot of the solutions, or did you just use uh, your big brain power? Not a lot of them. Well, like when I played it, it was like, Kind of with Philip. It was mm. when we were in Texas. Oh, okay. And we were just like figuring it out together. Yeah. I think that'd be a fun way to play that. Yeah. So for those who don't know, the 
Is Baba a sheep? It's, it's like a bunny sheep thing. Yeah. It's like a weird little creature, and it's basically like you... It's a puzzle game, and you like have to make Baba certain things or make certain things into certain things yeah. to win. So just like moving things around, moving statements around yeah. as Baba, and you got to get to the flag. So I... This year I was trying not to become violently angry at video games, so I did not pick up Baba as you, because it seems like the kind of thing where I would just, like, sit there for 45 minutes and then start screaming about, I don't know what it is, and not want to look it up. Uh, but that that's really cool. I'm glad that someone had played that, because I, it does seem like a super interesting game. Yeah. Did you guys play it on Switch? Yes. Okay, yeah. Did you put it on the TV, or did you play both, like, next oh, no, on the TV. On the TV. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, I just had a fun time figuring out puzzles with him. Yeah, that's cool. All right. Yeah. I don't remember mine. Seven? Oh, no. I, okay. My number seven is Control. Really? Um, wow. I like Control. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, it, me and Matt have talked about it a decent amount. Like, yeah, it's yeah. not... It's not great, no. but it is the kind... I, it's the kind of game that I like in general. Like, it is... It has really good world building. It's basically like the Men in Black, but for paranormal shit. And while I think the last probably hour and a half, two hours is like really kind of lame, like the way the ending happens and stuff like that, it's just they build the world really well. I think that the characters in it are all interesting. I think that they can do interesting things with it going forward. Uh, Re Remedy is just an interesting developer. Like I always like to see what they do, even like if I didn't want to play Quantum Break, like mm -hmm. they did a thing and right. like they went for it. Like and even back in the day, like Max Payne stuff like that, I thought was interesting enough. This feels like the culmination of what Remedy was trying to do with every game. Like it just brought all of their really weird sensibilities together in a way that finally, I think, clicked more together. And so I am very excited to see what the two DLC things they put out are like, like if they learned lessons from this or take some criticism mm -hmm. from how people felt the last few hours were, like checkpoints, bosses, things like that. Um, I don't know. It's fun to just like fly around and right. shoot people with your magic gun. I don't know. Use telekinesis to throw rocks at people from fucking like the field goal line. I don't know. You just... It is definitely the weirdest game that came out this year. It is very, it is very, oh. it is very <laughs> the weirdest game that came out. This oh well, wow, uh, <laughs> it is. I think that I think the control is weirder than Death Stranding I, for sure. Yeah, in terms of just because it's like, <laughs> like the first time you get the gun, it's like mouthing to you. It's like it's talking to you. And it's fucking. <laughs> so it, that's one of the things that I would say is Control is also the creepiest game I played this year. Yes, and I played it with headphones on. So the entire game, there are whispers happening. And so, like, when you play it with headphones, like, you are hyper-aware of that <laughs> shit the entire game. And it's always, like, nothing speech. So you can hear it, but you don't know what it's saying. And it's always just, like, disconcerting enough where you're like, oh, God. And then something, like, will jump out or just, like, the hiss will start to appear. And you're like, this is fucking very unnerving yeah. for a lot of it. And just, like, they they do stuff with that a lot. Like, later in the game, when there's a lot of red lighting, mm -hmm. it's just meant to make you feel like, wow, this is, I feel weird and uneasy. Well, like, even you, the start, I remember talking about that. You walk into this government you walk in, you, Literally, building. there is no intro. It's yeah. just you walk into an empty government building, and it is just, like, 
the hell's happening here? Like, this is really weird. It's quiet. Yeah, like, it, there's no cutscene at the beginning. You're just standing on a street, and you just walk into this building, and there's no one around. Yeah, and then, like, the thing you do find is a guy who had, like, shot himself in the head with a gun. Well, and before that, you meet the janitor. You meet the janitor, who's also really weird and kind of creepy. Yes, he's very weird and creepy, yeah. and, like, I really thought they were going to like there was gonna be some turn where like he's like the evil. i also thought that too but then he just listens to killer music and <laughs> yeah. his headphones the whole game <sighs> yeah it, a horror game? it's not really a horror game they, I, they didn't say it's a horror game they said it's a spooky game it oh. is spooky so it's like i don't know like you've seen the men in black so like it's like a, yeah. a government organization that instead of like trying to contain alien threats they're trying to contain paranormal threats uh-huh. so like things that come through from other dimensions or just like weird creepy things um like objects get possessed and can do all kinds of crazy shit to people like you some of it is just funny too because yeah. it's like oh this possessed object is a rubber duck and you're like oh that's really scary but then you find out that it will like fucking suck you into another dimension and eat your soul or something and you're like oh well that is actually kind of creepy <laughs> yeah, yeah but it's a rubber duck and so they, they have a lot of weird dumb stuff like that but the thing that i found most interesting is they tied it to alan wake directly so like the the conceit of Alan Wake was that he is a non or he's a fiction author and he like wrote on this typewriter and then it became real, and so the conceit is that now the control exists. That typewriter was one of those possessed objects, and so like the second DLC actually will be about Alan Wake. Huh. So like they can finally say that like ah oh, yes all of our games take place in the same universe. And it's because of all the weird paranormal stuff that went on. Like, there's a lot of weird, bizarre paranormal shit in the original Max Payne. Mm -hmm. Like, when he fucking meets the weird devil-worshipping cult in the carnival area. All all kinds of weird stuff. So it's cool that they can finally just be like, yes, this is our universe. And it can all tie together and be interesting. Also, Casper Darling, the doctor is an incredible character yeah they do they do the same thing they do in a lot of their games which is like live action fmv stuff that's Mm -hmm. fucking bizarre so the casper darling stuff is great yes the creepiest part of that entire game is the threshold kids puppet show oh yeah why is it so disturbing yeah it is it makes me feel bad like every time i would watch it i'd be like i don't want i don't want to watch this like this is just Nothing ever happens, but it just always is like, wow, they look so weird. And Mm. the voice actors are like, I don't like this. (laughs) Yeah, I I, I just like Control. I'm glad that I did end up playing it before the end of the year. I'm also glad you waited. Yeah. Because I think that's what I think that's that's what would have broken it for me is when it had ridiculous performance issues. Near the end, I started to get more of them. But it was specifically when I would throw objects and they would have a lot of paper inside. So you would throw the object and like the whole game is physics. So like the ground chunks and it remembers it. But like I would like throw a thing and it would explode with a billion papers and the frame rate would fucking tank. And it's like, well, of course it did. It's trying to map like 900 pieces of paper while there's like 40 enemies and another thing. Yeah. And the game had awful checkpointing before... Yeah, they patched a lot of the yes. checkpointing stuff, so they at least listened to that, and mm. that's interesting. So yeah, number would seven. Would I like this game? Uh, I don't know. I I think that you would like the gameplay, but I think that it might creep you out a little bit. Uh, I get would vibes. I like yeah. this game? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know that you should play it, though. Like, I, I mean... It's really uh, short. It, it depends what you're looking for. Like, it's 12 hours long, and I think that you would have more fun fighting the optional bosses than I do. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, know. you can borrow it if you want. I don't know. You've offered too many games. I, I know. You can borrow. You can fucking borrow all of them. You can borrow Fallen Order. It's fine. I beat them. That's cool. All right. What is what is your what is your number seven game, Scott? Borderlands Three. Interesting. Did this make your list? God no. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, this would have made my brother's list because it's the only game in 2019 that he beat. Him. But uh, I. I've barely played it. Well, you played with me for a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we played. Fair. We played together yeah. some briefly, oh, just, just briefly. Like I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not uh, much to say about it, though. No. So, 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 oh wow! There's a passion here that is. So my question is, you did you did like this game? I mean, you platinumed it. As yes, well, I right? did. This was the first Borderlands game that I did not platinum, and so I I said this on a podcast recently is that I think the reason that I haven't wanted to play games as much recently is because I like completely burned myself out trying to finish Death Stranding. Like I just forced myself to finish it. I think that even before that, there were a few games that I forced myself to finish and I didn't want to. And Borderlands was one of those. It wasn't even that I didn't like it. It was my own problem where I would get to each new area and there would be so many side quests and you're like, we well, you don't have to do those. And it's like, yeah, no, yeah, I yeah. have to do those <laughs> right. because I, that's just the way my brain works. And Borderlands, it's never like they're hard enough mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, you can't do this or it's too much of a hassle. It's just like, I guess we got to do it and you got to get the experience to get the unique guns or whatever. So I think I also inhibited my experience with Borderlands 3 a lot. But I just... Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if it's just something that, like, I got older. And so, like, I don't think... Like, like maybe the gameplay just doesn't work right. on me anymore. Like, maybe the loop doesn't work. Because I really liked Borderlands, and I really like Borderlands 2. And, like, the... It, it is that. Well, like it, three's it, the same thing. I know, that's what I'm saying. Like three is just Borderlands <laughs> two again. So either me playing nine hundred hours of it with Calvin <laughs> really fucking killed Borderlands for me, or I'm just the formula just doesn't do it a third time out. And maybe maybe part of that is the like large time gap where it feels like another one of those things where it's like this game, if it had come out the year or two after Borderlands two I think it would have been a lot, you know what I'm talking about. Yes. But uh, if it had come out a year or two after Borderlands 2 did, I think that it would have been like a way more massive success. Like I think they would have had way more sales and it would have been rated a lot higher. But games have come farther than that. You know right. what I mean? Like games like Destiny exist. Games like The Division exist. Like there are the natural progression of what Borderlands was exists now. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it kind of like is a step back almost. Well, but that, other... but that, like that's not what you're looking for, right? Like you don't really like Destiny and mm-hmm. those types of games. So it's like maybe it's a more single player oriented version of that. I don't really know. But it's supposed to be multiplayer. Uh, my big issue was Oof. the shooting just wasn't quite there. I think the shooting in this was the best that it was ever. I mean, but compared to other shooters. Oh, no, I mean, that's for sure. But, I mean, like, people would be like, I don't like the shooting as much in this one. Like, well, you should go back and play Oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking, I don't think so. Because, like, I started playing this the same time I played Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Okay, well, that's just unfair. <laughs> and I was like, unfair compared to the game it? that's about, like, weird realism. Well, they're trying to be more real than they were before. Well, yeah, but my point is, like, I like the shooting in Breakpoint yeah, more. Yeah. And Breakpoint, you... Like, I can, most people say it was a worse game overall. I think so. But I liked Breakpoint a lot more, and I only played, like, two hours of Borderlands, and I couldn't play it anymore. So, 
what was your favorite part about Borderlands, Scott? The twist. Uh, fucking, you got us. She kept telling me that there were these plot twists, and then at the end, there like wasn't a plot twist, and I got so mad. So the story's pretty good. Is this the no, story? No. The story. <laughs> it's fine. I, I don't know. No, no it's just a fun collectathon. Just seeing how strong of a weapon you can get. And yeah, that's. I think that's another reason why it fell off for me is because like. Even Borderlands 2 had lost that a bit. Borderlands 1, like, by the end of the game, you were, like, an unstoppable killing <laughs> god. Somehow the build I would pick in Borderlands 2 and 3, three. Is, it would get... My, the guy I picked in Borderlands 3 was the best character and got nerfed into oblivion, like, four mm. times in this non-competitive multiplayer game. And, like, the same thing, I didn't make the melee build of Zero in Borderlands 2, so, like, it just wasn't as good... And so, like, then he had my brother over there playing as the Gunzerker, who's fucking broken as shit, and he's like, I'm having so much fun with Borderlands, and I'm like, I can barely kill a regular enemy. So I, I, I think I inhibit my own fun somehow by accidentally picking the wrong character every time, I don't know. I don't know why they keep like nerfing all the stuff that like they should just buff everyone up. Yeah, they should just buff everyone else. Like that's what they did with the uh, the soldier because everyone was like he sucks so bad, and then they buffed him, and then they're like, well, Flack's still really good. Get him down there. (laughs) Like fuck off. I think they the one thing that Moe's had that was really good. I think they nerfed too, but I think they I think they nerfed the shield stuff. Oh. There was a shield that would, like, always have one health or something. I mean, they, they buffed her mech, which was cool. Which is good, because like... people didn't like that. But I... Yeah, I don't know. I think I inhibit my own fun with Borderlands, somehow. <laughs> are, are you going to get the DLC, Scott? The $50 season pass? Remember, I had to buy the collector's edition, so... Oh, you already have it? Oh, I have to. Have you... No. It's out now, isn't it? Have you played yeah, Mad Moxie's Moxie Secret thing? Heist no. action? No, I didn't, even, I didn't even want the collector's edition. Remember, because everyone was sold out of it or something? Oh, you were. I was the only one you could get. I do remember <laughs> And I was that. like, what is this world yeah, coming to? Yeah, you could only get the, like, $800 million edition. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, no, I get I, It is, like, it is certainly, like, a mindless collectathon. Thing. Right. And at a certain point, my mind wouldn't turn itself off. And so I was just like, oh, these jokes and this everything. Oh, and God, I can't. Ugh. The humor <laughs> just is not for me anymore, for sure. Is it for anyone? I don't know who they're writing it for now. Because, <laughs> like, I haven't heard a single person say No, like, but, like, I also... I, I, what, what I think is funny is, like, <laughs> I don't even think they were using recent memes. Right. Like, that's what I think is weird about it, is, like, at that point when the game comes out, because you wrote the script, like, a few years ago, like, you're using already old memes at that point. So, like, your game already comes out feeling kind of dated. It's like, I think there are modern funny memes, but then, like, well, I think those memes are funny four years from now. Baby Yoda. Yeah, like, (laughs) is Baby Yoda in the game? I don't know. Maybe he is now in the Moxie DLC. I didn't, like... Will no. will that hit as hard in four years as it does right now? Like probably not, because it's like will it hit hard now. They're they're everywhere, uh, but but I mean like that's what a meme is. It's like in the public consciousness at that time. That's right. why the, especially the weird memes in this these games seem like you're just gonna instantly date your thing, right? More so than it already feels. And I stand by that it doesn't look that much better graphically. I'm fine with that. Which, I mean, like, in fairness, the art style, it's hard to... 
it is. That it is. They could have. I just wanted the same game again, and I got it. I know. <laughs> and so that's people want that. I, I that's what it seemed like people wanted because a lot of people really liked it. Did and you then, play the DLC that they released this year? For which one? Borderlands Two. Borderlands Two, because they like oh the Sanctuary one. No, because they released some to like set up for three. Yeah, basically. I played so, that. Did you, did you like, like that? that? No. Okay. It okay. was whatever. So like that probably should have told you how you're gonna feel about three. I suppose. Well, I, I mean, you hope that it's gonna play better. Or, right. I it mean, might... which it did play better, but like, like I don't, I don't know. It might not have helped that like I was playing a lot of Borderlands Two before right before three came out yeah but even then i just oh my god stuff about three i just I, like i want to go back to it but i also don't i can't i don't know i i doubt i'll go back to it at this point man uh, borderlands three that one doesn't surprise you though no it doesn't so you did like it i remember mm-hmm. you played so now we're into the list where you like the games we're getting there, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. I'm glad we're at that point. Man, what if you cut Sekiro? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, are you ready for my number six? Yeah. It is Gears 5. Okay, you did oh, like yeah. this game. I'm going to get a monster real yes, quick. Yes, I... Um, Do you want a monster skin? you want to just pass for my soda? Okay. Yeah, they're... they're uh, moving some drinks around and stuff, but I really like the Gears of War franchise. And this is just another solid addition. I think storytelling-wise, it's probably the best the franchise has seen. Really? Yes. I, yeah, I mean, you uh, you put one of the moments as, like, your top yes. moments of the mm. of the year. Yeah, the stories. Which, I mean, like, even in... Because, like, the game is split into four different acts. The second act is just a very... It's a slow drip of, like, you getting, like, small pieces of information. But it's all very just, like, interesting information that you finally are getting about the queen. Mm. Which, you yeah. know, if you remember if if I don't know if you guys played three, but like three I just know kinda, a bit of the Yeah, I know enough of the plot right. to know. The, know like they just kinda end <laughs> three just kinda ends and you're like, well we didn't get any information on the queen. They're finally kind of in this trilogy giving that information and you find out, you know, the the history of the queen and um how one of the members in your party is the descendant of the queen. So mm. you're like, oh, that's some stuff is happening with that. Interesting um, stuff. And but like, I although I appreciate that they're really kind of switching up the Gears of War formula. The open world areas did not do it for <laughs> me. Open world now. Uh, there, two of the acts are open areas, like large oh. open world areas oh. that um, don't work at all. Mm. <laughs> that is. I universally what I saw, yes. which I think is funny, because normally I feel like a controversial new addition to a game like that, people would be like, oh, I like it, or they mm. tried something new. I don't think I ever saw no. anyone say, like, yeah, open world part of Gears 5 is top notch, like they... Is it still the classic? Just didn't like it. Cover shooter? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. But then, so, but, like, you're going through these open areas, basically just kind of, like, going from part point A to point B. Yeah. There's nothing in between. But then once you get to like point B, then it is just like the corridor shooter that uh, yeah, yeah. that you're used to with Gears. Um, it is I, there. The one element I did like is bringing back the robot Jack, and then mm. and then like it basically is a very light RPG element where there's skill points and you're like uh, kind of uh, equipping these different skills to Jack. So one of the cool ones I really liked was it kind of gave like the 
electrical zap. So if like enemies were behind cover, you could zap them. It would knock them out of cover so then you could shoot them. So they did make some interesting changes with that, which also with the horde mode, I think one of the people actually play is Jack. That is true. And Jack is basically just kind of runs around and he's just basically support for the other three. I didn't really engage too much with the... I don't... Is the mic picking me up? It is, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah. So, no, I I really like this Gears of War. I played 4 as well this year and I think 4 was a better game. Really? Just because it was just more traditional and it had it, it had much better pacing throughout the entire game. Where this one, I really liked Acts one and four. Hmm. Two was okay, and Act three was just rough to get. Through. <laughs> so yeah, Gears Five is my number six game of the year. Nice. Which I know get gets you excited because that means it's getting up. It's, it's getting, getting up, up there. there. <laughs> very, very many very excited about, <laughs> about the future of that list. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, so, Nukio, I, I don't think anybody else even remotely played Gears. I or... did not play Gears. But I did not either. I don't, have you guys even played a Gears? I've played Gears and part of Gears 2. Nah, I've seen Eagle Raptor's videos and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've, I've played Gears. I was thinking, what did we play together? But that was Halo. That was Halo. <laughs> I think <clears throat> Gears is better than Halo. Um, That's probably true. Uh, so yeah, Nukio, what is your number six? My number six is Katana Zero. What? <laughs> That's my number six. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, actually, that's not true. Oh, it's my number five. Shit. Sorry. <laughs> number six is Devil May Cry. I was like, we're, oh. we already talked about it. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I like, I don't even, did I know you played this game? Yeah. Okay. Um, I know Manny was very high on this game. Yeah, I like this game a lot. Yeah, this game, that game is fucking feels cool. You just like, I don't know, the like weird puzzly elements, but then they also set it up in a way that you just feel like the coolest badass katana man at the same time. I and I mean, I remember the first time I saw the game, it was ads during a fighting game tournament and i was like this is really weird that they paid for ads on this but this game does look cool Mm -hmm. and i remember it because all of the ads had a lot of blood in them like he would cut them and they would like spray everywhere and then they showed the next trailer on a nintendo direct and there was no blood I was like, is this the same game? Like, is this that game? And I looked it up, and then I saw the same trailer. I was like, oh, yeah, no. You just fucking, like, cut people. And like, but they can't show that to the children of the Nintendo Direct. So. Did they cut that out of the Nintendo game? Or. I think they, you can turn the blood off in the game, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, you can go that route. But it is, like, even outside of that, I think it's, like kind of violent and yeah. like fucked up like the way he's like taking the drugs to yeah. make it so that he can slow down or like well the, the whole thing with the like child soldiers yeah, how yeah. they were like bred to be weird psychic killers and stuff and that that was the part that i thought was about interesting outside of the gameplay was the story right. like the way you pick the dialogue <clears throat> options like you either wait and just say nothing or you just kill them or you wait a little bit to get certain dialogue responses um 
the plot didn't really end, though. No, and then, like, really. you get to the end, and then it says, like, to be continued, like, as if he was going to add more. And I don't know if he ever added more or not. <clears throat> I know over time he had added, like, challenge rooms and challenge oh, yeah. modes and stuff, but I don't know if, the, like, more plot ever came out or if he meant there was going to be a sequel. But I did, yeah. I really, really liked it. So... Music's really good too. It is, yeah. I that was in my top uh, music things, yeah. as well. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like it's, it's one of those things where you look at it and it seems like it would be style over substance, but then it actually plays well too and mm. feels good. So you know, style and substance. Also, katanas are sweet, <laughs> and so just like cutting through a guy or deflecting a bullet to kill a guy yeah. and then go cutting through him to kill another guy it just feels awesome mm-hmm. it's super cool it's basically like you making an action sequence in slow yeah, motion yeah. more or less and then you see it play out and you're like that i did that it was fucking sweet it reminded me a lot of super hot in that sense yeah it yeah. is actually it is like super hot as if it was a 2d right side scrolling thing yeah for sure which I also really like Super Yeah, Hot, yeah, so what you were a big fan of. Makes sense. Uh, what was that? Six? That yes. is six. So, Scott... Okay. So oh, yeah, my number six, my number six was Devil, Devil May, May Cry, Cry 5. So, Scott, you're up with number six? Number six is Far Cry New Dawn. New Dawn? New Dawn. Damn. Did you play... You played Far Cry 5 as I well. I did play right? it as well. Is this that? Uh, sort of. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. You, but you fight the twins, and there's more neon the twins. colors now, right? There was yes. a lot more neon. Oh, and it was after the apocalypse. Oh yeah, because they dropped the nuke, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, that was my that was my groove after that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. You do have a post-apocalypse boner. So man, and I I platinumed it, and I just wanted like I want there to be more. What? <laughs> I played this game. I was just so, and I continued playing like, it. Did you like feel that way hours. about Far Cry Five? Mm, not really. Okay, see, that's, that's where that's I'm confused. The, I mean, the post-apocalypse I, I, really I, sells it for you. I didn't but there was no like post-apocalypse stuff. Uh, it was the settings. <laughs> yeah, I mean the nuke went off. It's fine. I mean, like there were a couple areas. It was years after. It was rebuilt in time. Twenty years. Yeah, yeah, which it would saying. grow. The stuff grows <laughs> hyper quick. Well, yeah, like it's just. <laughs> I I mean, there were a couple areas where I was like, "Oh, I remember this gas station in five, and now it's covered in like grass." Yeah. yeah. And apparently, <laughs> that got him like really excited. <laughs> I mean, I played this game and I thought it was okay. It, w- it was okay. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> it was Flat better six. than Rage Two. That's that's the praise <coughs> I can give it. That is some high praise coming from that. Uh, I did you play Rage Two? No, because you love post. I thought about getting it, and then I saw the reviews coming in, and I was like, "Ooh, I gotta stay away from this one." <laughs> oh, but like you bought Far Cry when it it got like basically the same reviews. Well, but he had already I, played, I already played, already Far, played Far, Cry. Far Cry Five, so like if you like that, you know you're gonna like this to a certain degree. Did you Platinum Five? No. It wasn't. Did you platinum New it Dawn? It was good. Yeah. Well, New Dawn is a lot smaller, too. I guess that's true. Um, interesting. Uh, did you... Can you still have the bear cheeseburger? No, there um, were different ones. Fuck, there was a sucks. dog... At, no, there was a pig. I remember the there, pig. There was a pig, yes. Was I there a dog? Mm, I think it was a wolf. No, I, I. there might have been a dog. Because I think the dog would, like, jump in the window of your car... 
if you started driving. It might have been a dog. I don't know. I never used a dog. What? I used a sniper check. I always uh, use the animals. And then just her and me just sat back and just blew away the whole encampment. And I'm like, huh, it's cleared. <laughs> <laughs> Get the whole encampment. That would be a lot easier. <laughs> yes. All right. Do you have any other Far Cry thoughts? No, it's just a solid new game. New dawn. Okay. <laughs> solid six. <laughs> solid, solid six. Solid six. I that ending that. was bad, though. That final boss battle was bad. With the sisters? No, there was one after the sisters. What was after the sisters? I don't remember it. Wow. Because <laughs> <laughs> then you like fight the sisters, and then you go to visit the old, like weird priest guy. Is that the, like the supernatural fight? Yes. So we're oh, like, God. like you, like, you, you eat the apple. <laughs> if I remember that, I might have dropped it down my list. Oh, that fight was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't fun. No, that was like one of the worst boss battles I've played. It wasn't probably. even challenging. It was just like drawn out for yeah. no reason. You're like, uh. It got weirdly supernatural. Interesting. <laughs> And you had to, like, eat fruits or something? I don't know. It got weird. Well, like, it, it wasn't... Did you have to eat... I remember, like, he made you eat that, like, religious yeah. fruit. I thought you had to eat something to, like, keep powering yourself up. I, I hate when they make me eat the religious fruit. <laughs> That's all I know. It, it was... Yeah, it got... John C. like, made you... Tricked you to eat the apple. And he's like, mm. you gotta kill somebody now. <laughs> What the hell is going on? I thought, okay. That's after you, like, go on a river ride. Yeah, it's... And you gotta use torches to, like, get the fever dreams away. In this, yeah! I mean, Far Cry since 3 has had, like, weird drug sequences. But this wasn't a weird drug sequence. It was just well, wild. But you don't know what was in the religious fruit. <laughs> no, they said it was, like, from the nuclear stuff. It, like, soaked it up or something. Well, if you ate a nuclear fruit, you'd be pretty fucked up, I think. There's only one way to find out. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm not, yeah that's true. I'm not going to eat a nuclear fruit. Thank you. All right. I guess... All right, do you have anything to add? No, I just forgot about that boss fight. Thanks for that reminder. <laughs> <laughs> okay. My number five. Mm -hmm. Crackdown 3. Oh, it's too low. <laughs> I mean, it's too low. <laughs> it's top five. It's too low. It's top five. I'm, ugh, I'm vetoing this one. This is number one. <laughs> what? <laughs> you knew it wasn't going to be number no, one. No, it could have been number two, though. <laughs> Uh, yeah, this is Crackdown. Yeah, it's... Number um, three? Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I I know your deep love for mm. Crackdown 3, and I love yeah. and respect it. I talked about this, and I went back to this game multiple times I throughout the I came over the other day, and you were playing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a true statement. Yes. Uh, There's just... I... Probably the most bold statement I can make is, I don't think I had more fun with a game any other game this year. Then why isn't it your number one? Because <laughs> there are objectively better games. Well, but that doesn't matter. <laughs> this is your list. It's for your fun. <laughs> yeah, but like there's more to video games than just fun. No, but not this time. <laughs> <laughs> I, not. I mean, I had fun with Devil May Cry, and I know, but Crackdown. Though. Crackdown. <laughs> It just, oh my god, I love just running around that city and just jumping around and finding agility orbs so then you can jump higher. 
I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's... Yeah, people also love Crackdown 1, but you did not play that back then, so that's why this is happening. Yeah, because... And, uh, hey, it... It gripped me in a way that... It does really just... Every time I think about that this game came out in 2019, I am severely baffled by it. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, it in the same way that I am baffled that Shenmue Three came out this year. Yeah, but they the... both feel displaced from time. But one's more fun than the other. <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> Not in the way you want me to. Uh, Wait, do you think I think Shenmue Three is more fun? You think Shenmue is a better game than Crackdown? I have more fun with Shenmue. Than you Crackdown. have more fun because of me. That's true, but I I do I have more fun with Shenmue than I did wow. with Crackdown for sure. Well, I, I know you didn't really like it. And... Yeah, but I like Crackdown. At least the gap between Shenmue two and three is like something is different. Like the gap like... between Shen between Crackdown one and three, like there isn't really a gap. Like mm. it's just like they made Crackdown one again. That's why I think it feels extra weird to me personally right, that it came right. out in 2019. It's like it just feels like they almost copy and pasted Crackdown 1. And like sometimes people, that is good. Like people want that yeah. game again and people did enjoy it. And that's well, sometimes that's what happens. But the fact that they went from 1 to 2, which was a huge dip. And then they took such a long break between two to three, and it obviously had like a huge development problem for reasons we will never know because no. they were trying to use the Xbox cloud and all the other shit. And then it just came out, and they're mm-hmm. like, "We got you this. It's Crackdown One again, but except now it's 2019, and that's kind of weird." I just, I when you start talking about that stuff, it is fascinating because oh, like, I like in it, terms of like what happened to yes. that game, like I would read a book about that yeah, because. Yeah, yeah. How you get from what they promised, well, promised, quote unquote, mm-hmm. what they originally pitched is like, yeah, we're going to like have the city be destructible and it's going to be fucking crazy because we're using the power of the cloud to what it is now is mm-hmm. like, how did we get, how did we get here? And the the crazy thing is like, it took them what, over five years. Over five years, yeah. And I beat the game in eight and a half hours. <laughs> I 100%ed the game in eight and a half hours. And then I was like, I want to play more. Yeah. So then I started over and played through the game again. Uh, which, there was a new game plus. So yeah. Like, good stuff there. So I played like over 20 hours of this game, just replaying it over and over again. But like, it's, that game... If that game that game should have taken taken no more than two years. No, not not even. Yeah. I Although I will say the game is much more polished than people will give it credit. Is it? Yes. It, it it doesn't have frame rate issues or it runs well. PC version would disagree with that. It is one of the most poorly optimized things for how really? bad it looks that I've ever experienced. It doesn't look good. No. Which is what that's the other reason I think it's crazy is like. Mm-hmm. It just looks like a 360 game. Yeah. <laughs> and that's hilarious. Because... It, and they licensed Terry Crews to talk, and he doesn't even talk. But Like, he just, like, doesn't say anything. He says, like, two things that he repeats over and over. And one of them is, fuck gravity. I know. <laughs> and that's fine. And that's funny. I just think, like, they probably paid him way too much money to say that over and over again. Mm-hmm. 
No. Yeah, like all those ads made it seem like he was like some <coughs> integral part of it, but he's really just your creator character, and you don't even have to use him. No, you can pick pick one of the mm. other randos. Which I, realistically, I probably should have picked one of the other ones because, like, I would have liked one that boosted a little more in agility. Hmm. But like, how could you not play as Terry Crews? And that's uh, yeah, I mean, he's the default, right? And he. Yeah, in the beginning with the like weird live action we sequence. We don't talk about this. Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> that that is actually one of the things that I think disappointed me the most is they like didn't continue the plot of oh. Crackdown One, which like actually was interesting. <laughs> Where like at the end the agency was actually bad, mm-hmm. and then they just were like, oh, I don't know, it's fine. And you're like, uh oh, okay. I mean, they like betray you at the beginning right, right. of three or whatever, but like. They just don't follow along that, and I mean, they didn't really in two either. It was like the narrator was bad the whole time. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. It was a really dumb plot turn that they just, like, d- didn't capitalize on yeah, at all yeah, yeah. for two games. For a game that only sold well in the first place because of the Halo 3 demo. I still, that's how we got here. It's because of the Halo 3 demo. How many copies do you think this sold? Like, the Crackdown 3? 3? Because of not game, a lot. Because I mean, of Game Pass, I because, would... yeah. Because Game Pass is probably the only reason a lot of people paid for it. I mean, because it was it. it was sixty dollars, right, right? Right. So I, I mean, like you really liked it, but I, yeah. I would not have played it if it was not on Game Pass. Like I wouldn't have paid sixty dollars to play Crackdown Three. Yeah. But I, I, I would bet that a way more people played it than would have yeah, because yeah. of that. Because it's one of those things where it's like I'm paying ten dollars a month for Game Pass. I will just. You know, mm-hmm. if I don't like it after two hours, it's no loss to me. There's a hundred mm-hmm. other games on Game Pass, no, no loss. Yeah. Well, I think it, Gears, I think, is when they were really pushing like the Game Pass Ultimate, where it's like spend two dollars and you get three months or something mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, even this is just kind of one of those situations where I think most people probably played it through Game Pass. But as I told you, if I had spent sixty dollars on this game, I would not have been disappointed. Yeah. You should spend money on it now. You should get a physical copy. It's probably a collector's item at this point. It probably I could probably get it for like ten dollars at GameStop. Probably. Hmm. You should do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being ironic. You should no, do that no, if, you, no. if you like the game that much. I you should have a physical copy of it. You know. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying. So what if Game Pass goes away? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, how are you gonna play Crash? I have it downloaded. Yeah, but then you would have to connect to the server and you don't have this, you know. So, number five, Nukio. Number five. is uh, My number five is Gunvolt Chronicles Luminous Avenger nice. 9. Nice. That is the title. I don't think I've ever heard this game. <laughs> it's, it's the in the Azure Striker Gunvolt series. That's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Striker Gunvolt is like Mega Man X. Okay. Uh, and so this good dude's like Zero, right? Or he's like the Zero yeah, equivalent yeah. in yeah. the plot. So what is his name? Is he the Copen. Luminous Avenger? Copen. Okay. And it's way more fun to play. Though. My question is, because I saw that this game came out this year, is this... This isn't the first time you could play as him, right? No, you could play as him <clears throat> in the second one. Okay, that's what I, that's what I thought. I was gonna say him. because I I remember you being able to play as Copen before. Yeah. Um. Is this just like a sequel to those games, or is it just like a side? Is this like the yeah. Mega Man Zero to the Mega Man X? No. Uh, no. Or does no, it still take place like in a, the same world? It takes place in the same oh, world. Okay, I believe. 
That's cool. I don't know. Plot's whatever, but the game is just fun. Is it? I, w I wanted to hope that the plot for these was cool. It's very weird. Is it just like super, super anime? Yeah. Okay. It's like idol girls. That really? Are, that That's what that floating robot thing is for both of them that they both... Whoa. I, I guess I had, has I had no idea what the plot of Gunvolt was. I guess. <laughs> um, so my question is, is this like... Does this fill the Mega Man void? Like, do, does Gunvolt and this game, do they, like, no. satisfy your Mega Man nothing cravings? Nothing Why do you never know? Shut up. Fuck off. <laughs> 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 We're not talking about those kinds. Of no, that's what like Mighty Number no. Nine was trying to be Mega Man, but these are very much trying to be Mega Man X, so which is like, what you want, right? Which is yeah, what you would want, yeah. It, but it's it's so it's it doesn't really scratch that itch necessarily. It's just like a cool, good platformer. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's fine. I don't really like want another Mega Man X. I guess. Mm, well, that's fair. Uh, so my my other question is: Does he just use a sword, or does he use guns too? No, he uses a gun. Oh, okay. What what makes him like way different than? Gunvolt then. Uh, in terms of like gameplay. <clears throat> yeah. For Gunvolt, like when you shoot things with your gun, because like shooting things with your basic gun mm -hmm. doesn't do. It's it's not meant to do damage. Oh, like stuns them or something. No, you're just like kind of tagging them with your gun. Oh. And then you hit him for Gunvolt. If you hit the shoulder button, his his ability is uh, it'll shock whatever is like targeted. Okay. So like you just tag a bunch of dudes and then just shock them all that at the same actually time. sounds sick the thing with Copen is like he has a dash mm. so like you dash into enemies that you've and then, tagged or no, you dash into them you, first you okay. actually da yeah you dash into them first and then that kind of tags him and then you can like hold down the shoot the shooting button and then mm. a bunch of stuff will like just kind of shoot at them okay nice I, don't know, I, I just think it's it's more faster paced and kind of more like Mega Man what's this game full price and it's in on the switch i don't think it's i think it's 40 and yes it's on the switch that's what i played it on okay this is not really important to the podcast at all but is the first the first two gun volts those they released in a pack right yes so this is like a third game yeah oh, okay that, i just didn't know if they were like all part of the same like they packaged together now or something weird yeah okay cool i've wanted to check those out but then now it is like the Mega Man problem where by the time i decide that it's time to check them out there will be 30 of them and then it's too late yeah. so i guess i should start now uh what do you mean you can just jump in at any point i assume you can but i am a criminal and i'll have to know the plot quote unquote <laughs> i'll have to know and i well especially with Mega Man games i like seeing how they evolve too so it's like i, I don't know it's just like a weird thing to see like oh how did it creates do better this time which is weird because I, I those games people seem to actually really like whereas like mighty number no. nine was fucking railed <laughs> and they were the same like base developer almost yeah, yeah. like it's the same studio type right. thing so it's kind of strange <clears throat> um all right my number five i already said it was katana zero oh yay. scott it is time what is your number five <laughs> Oh, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Oh, oh I know what it is. I'm okay. going to look now. It is Sekiro. Okay. <laughs> I, okay. That's, okay. All right. Just a little backstory. I, 
Okay, wait. Hang on. I have to ask Nukio this. Do you remember when he streamed the first day he was playing? Yeah. And he was getting very frustrated. Yeah. And we kept saying, you have to block. Yeah. yeah. And then he would be like, I am blocking. Yes. Except he would be getting very clearly slashed and yeah, not blocking. Yeah. Okay, continue. All right. Well, that's the first half of the story right there. So... I was confused. Manny kept yelling at me for block, saying I should block. I thought I was blocking. So I went through the whole game playing like that. <laughs> I played the next game, which was Days, Days gone, gone, like two weeks later. And I'm sitting there playing, and I'm like, man, this game kind of sucks. You can only run for like two seconds at a time. <laughs> and my roommate's playing right next to me, and he's like, what are you talking about? You just hold it, and you continuously run. And I'm like, I am holding it. Come to find out my controller was broken. And the inputs would cut out after two seconds. <laughs> he couldn't block. <laughs> he wow. couldn't block in the game that is exclusively about blocking. And so, like, this is my thing. Is like, he fucking hated this game. He hated Sekiro so much. Wow. Like, so much so that normally I can say, like, oh, well, I like this. And he'll just be, like, totally fine. He was, like, yelling at me about how much he hates Sekiro. And I'm like, it's like, you like Dark Souls and you like Bloodborne. Like, I don't understand. It's not that much different. You just have to block. And he would get so mad. <laughs> and it was because he couldn't block. I had to get perfect with a parrying to actually play the game, and it was just painful. Because, but I, I did <laughs> yeah, like, that's why, like, the whole thing that a lot of people do is the, like, parry dance where you, like, yeah. block and unblock so that you don't actually have to get the perfect parries. He couldn't do that. <laughs> He would just get slashed if he let go. <laughs> I, I just like I literally don't know how you got through the game. Like I, I, I planned it. Crazy. <laughs> it's actually crazy. Uh, Wait, so that, you were playing the game all the way through and planning it? You didn't change. You didn't get a new controller. I didn't know until you didn't know until uh, after when you played Days Gone. Yeah, until that later that week when I played Days Gone because it would there. work for a second. So like you press it and you're like, oh, I'm blocking, but then it cuts off. You'd have no real idea. Because when Days Gone, I was running, then all of a sudden I stopped running. I'm like, this sucks. What is going on? <laughs> and then Aaron's over there like, look at me running all day, every day. <laughs> and then he passed me his control. He's like, here, try this. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> Everything's different. <laughs> so I also, I am suspect that his controller was broken when he played Devil May Cry 5 also. But it, we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know unless scenario. I play through but it But it was definitely broken when he played Sekiro because we watched <laughs> him play. <laughs> And he would be like, I'm blocking. And I'd be like, the fuck you are, man. You just got slashed right in the face by this goddamn sword. It would at least bounce off. Uh, so wait, did you not go back to Sekiro after no, you're getting I, I've talked to Manny about this millions of times. <laughs> it might have went higher on my list. That's why I put it at five. I thought it was a really good game, but... I didn't but have fun if, with it. What if you could play it? Right? <laughs> yeah. like, that's why I think it's baffling. Is because, like, you still somehow powered through even with a fucking broken controller that is, like, the main mechanic of the game. That's why I think it's so crazy. Is that it was... It, that is the core of that game, is, like, blocking and stuff. And so the fact that you, like, really couldn't is wild. Because I I would have had... I would have quit the first ten minutes of that game if I couldn't have blocked like that. It was yeah. I, I was like, I don't know how they're doing this. I'm like not that bad at games. They're getting through. They're getting through my block every time. What's happening? Man, and Nuke over here, like, yeah, I did this boss in like one try. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, this is taking me thirty. I'll be stuck on the same boss for days, and I'm like, this game. 
I thought it almost broke my spirits. <laughs> it did. So that's, this I was really funny. He basically only did it because I made fun of him so much <laughs> that he had to be like, fine, I'll play the game. And then he did it, and then he enjoyed it. And I was like, see, fuck you. You did enjoy this game, and whatever. But then when he found out his controller was broken, I was like, oh my god. This explains so many things about your experience with that game. Uh, because like you, he approached every fight so totally different than I approached every fight in the game. Like, I, I don't know. It was one of those things where, like, the reason I like Sekiro, and Sekiro is number two on my list, is, like, it just, it, I get it if it's not your type of game. Like, some people just don't like that type of thing, but I, I've described this numerous times. I really like Dark Souls. And so then people would always be like, oh, well, you don't like Bloodborne. <coughs> and the reason that I didn't like Bloodborne as much is because it's a lot faster paced. Mm -hmm. And Dark Souls, you can play either way. You can play fast paced or you can play like a slow giant tank man. And I was always a slow giant tank man. And so Bloodborne gives you the illusion that you can pick a build. <laughs> but really what it means is, yo, dog, if you're not playing a fast build, get fucked. Like you have to know how to parry and you have to know how to do all this stuff. So like that's why it sucked for me is it's like it gives you this illusion of choice. But I can't play the way I want to play. So that was a bummer for me, and like I just didn't finish Bloodborne because I didn't like it. But people like love that game, like say it's like the best of the generation and stuff. It just wasn't for me. Right. Whereas Sekiro takes away that illusion, where it is like you are a guy, you are the wolf. This is his skill set. You will play this way because there is not another way to play, except for Scott, who figured out <laughs> fucking the other ways to play. But like th that's one of the reasons why I. If I was, like, going to teach a class about game design, I would use Sekiro as an example. Because Genichiro, which was the point where his mind almost flayed in half, I felt like he was losing his Had shit. three parts. I couldn't oh, get past yeah. the second part, and then he's like, there's a third part, and I was like... Yeah, yeah. Because what? we were talking while I was doing it, and, like, it was one of those things where, like, I was getting frustrated by that game, but in that fight, it was, like, the fucking mind's eye opened, and I was like, oh, shit. What you're supposed to do, they showed you how to do getting up the entire castle. Like, you, if you weren't parrying before that, you have to parry that boss, and there are those two guys in the room before with the Kiku yeah, Ikumanji yeah. style that you can kill in one hit if you parry. Like, that is showing you and getting you ready to do it in the next room. And so, like, it just, I feel like a lot of those bosses do that, where the lead up to the boss is teaching you how to do that. And, like, whether you pick up on that or not is another thing, but it just, it is showing you, in theory, what it wants you to do. And so then when you put it into practice, you're like, oh, I fucking mm. aced that test, I got you. And, like, I just think that's good game design. But then, like, the other side of the coin is, like, if you just don't pick up on that, like, then it falls apart at that point. But, like, you couldn't do that. Like, that's why I think that's crazy, is, like, that boss fight would be fucking impossible I if you could not block for that more than that amount of time. I had to try a boss fight probably 50 times plus, learn every one of their attacks, yeah. learn how to dodge every one of their attacks so I could get in for that one attack. Each fight took me at least an hour. And, the so, and like that's the other part of Sekiro too. Is I was a like, lot this of, is impossible. A lot of Dark Souls and Bloodborne is about being really defensive. But if you defend for too long, they break your guard. Yeah, so like right. you have to be offensive. And like I like to play games that way, anyways. But it just like it feels really good to just be going so fucking ham on a dude that then his guard breaks, and it's like finally right. I can play this the way that I want to play. 
like I, I it just did it for me in so many ways and like I like the aesthetic of the world and like how it mixes the traditional Japanese stuff with the insane supernatural like the ape who you cut off its head and then it picks yeah. up the head and is still trying to fight you like I just I, I don't know I really like this game and the more I thought about it like it didn't stick with me immediately afterwards but while I was playing it and like thinking about it after I think it just does a lot of really smart stuff and like while I might never go back and like play Sekiro again unless a lot of time has passed or unless they put out DLC which seems like they're not gonna it just it really bums me out because I think that a lot of people who really liked Souls kind of like gave up on this game right away mm -hmm. and so i think it sold a lot less than it could have and i think that it just like because it didn't have like the longevity of multiplayer and like the different loadouts and stuff i think it just didn't have as long of a life in terms of like people playing it over and over just kind of a bummer but like i i do like it i'm glad activision was like yeah we'll publish that for you i it makes me wonder what their next game will be like because well, the next one is going to be... Oh, it's... Oh, fuck. Elden Ring. Or Elden whatever. Ring, oh, which is yeah. probably just Dark Souls, but with George R. R. Martin. Do you think they'll bring back the stamina bar, or do you think that will be permanently gone from, I don't know. from their games? I would like it to be permanently gone from their games, but I think that... See, because that's what's weird, right? It's like now when people think about From Software, they think about Dark Souls. Right. Whereas, like, I think about Armor Core. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, it's a totally different frame of reference for right. me. It's like, I think of giant mech robots and people are like, I don't know, medieval times, big guys. And it's like, why don't, what if they just made Dark Souls, but they were all mechs? <laughs> you know, like, that would be so oh, tight. Mix your two competencies together and they'll never do that. And that's sad. Isn't that the surge it is the surge but like that's you know it's less exciting for me like next max like, next don't get tired Ar armor core is legit and right, like right. i i back then i and they're so complex and weird and like that is from software's thing yeah i, I like i just don't know I, especially after sekiro i think they should just keep making weird different things whereas I, elden ring i think will be like oh it's cool and kind of like dark souls and Apparently, they're saying it's the biggest thing they've made yet, and like it's gonna have some cool plot. But like, I feel slightly differently than most people do about Game of Thrones, you know. So like, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't excite me as much. Right. So okay, Sekiro. That was my number two. You took it from me. Is I'm it sorry. on your list? It is not. So no. I know Fallen Order is not like exactly like that, but yeah. it has like Souls-like elements. Yes. But those types of games, I. Like, Sekiro did not make my list because I kind of got trained on it. Like, yeah. will Fallen Order, will I get... Fallen Order is, like, easy mode. Okay. Like, you don't, I, like, you don't even really have to do the, like, timing parries. Once once mm. you get the, um, the force powers, you can just, like, blow right. a dude right. off the edge, and it doesn't really matter. It, it depends. Like, if you just play it on, like, the normal difficulty, I mean, if you just want to be, like, I'm cool lightsaber man and, yeah, like, yeah. see an interesting story that's, like, 12 right. hours long, you just play on a lower difficulty. Like, I played on the second to highest difficulty because I was like, oh, man, I would like the parry timings to be slightly shorter. But yeah. the other part of it is it just doesn't feel as tight right. as Sekiro does. But also, like, we've talked about that a lot, too, is it just... That game needed more time in the oven, oh, and like man. even though they keep patching it, like it's still pretty fucked up. Like n not just in terms of combat, just like 
visual glitches and like uh, people yeah. tea posing and like fucking <laughs> two things yeah the wookies the wookies look like ps2 terrible they, <laughs> that, that's a whole different boy. thing i i remember saying to manny the wookies look worse than anything that will be in shenmue and manny said that's a bold claim and then he got to the Wookiees, and he's like, oh, Matt's right. No, they look, they look <laughs> fucked up. But And then, like, the other, like, yeah, I had one where I rode an elevator up to the roof. I walked out on the roof, and everyone's just in T-pose. Yeah, people T-pose all the time, and, like, okay. they have been trying to, I, they have been patching it. I don't know, yeah. since I played it, I don't know how many more times they patched it, because I waited a couple weeks. Right. And even then, like, I still had a hard crash and, like, a couple other things, so mm-hmm. it's like... Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a fun enough game, but it is like it is that type of Dark Souls combat. Like you, right, right. You sit at bonfires that are yeah, Jedi right. meditation points, but you can't fast. You can't travel. fast track. It's just yeah. They made some really bizarre, mm-hmm. frustrating. So yeah, I don't know. I guess I didn't think about that. You don't really like the Dark Souls style games that much, but I. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It might be short enough that like you don't get burned out, uh, yeah, yeah. and it's easy enough to like yeah, you... cheese the fuck out of it if you just are like, I don't want to do this encounter the way they uh, intend yeah. me to. Just be like, right. run by, blast them away. It doesn't really matter. Yeah, you can just like, I, I abuse the slowdown, so you just like basically use this force power, which slows them down, and then you can just kind of hack and slash your way through the yeah. attachments. So. so you like don't even have to do that stuff mm-hmm. at a certain point once your force powers are good enough. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and I get, like, those games mentally take a lot. So, like, after the first few hours, sometimes people are just like, I just don't, I'm not having fun with this. I don't want to do it. Like, I I get that. It's just something about Sekiro specifically, like, really... Clicked with you and a lot of people. It clicked in my brain, and I was like, oh, this is cool. It was one of those things where it's like, I... I felt weird because a lot of people that I talked to were like, oh, this is so much harder than Dark Souls. And I was like, I do not. Mm. Or Bloodborne. Like, I don't think that that's true. Because to me, it's more like they made Bushido Blade into a full game. Yeah, yeah. It's like kill or be killed really quickly. Mm-hmm. And I bet the other thing is like, you can brute force your way through a boss in Dark Souls by leveling up. You're not really going to be able to do that in Sekiro. Like, you're not just going to be like, I'm stronger now. I mean, to a certain extent. But I don't know. I just really mm-hmm. like uh, no, that was his number. That five. was Scott's numero five. My number four is Devil May Cry, so we will move on oh, to yeah. my number four is Kingdom Hearts. So oh I'm yeah, Kingdom Hearts <laughs> number four. Uh, my number four was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Did you hate this game? I didn't hate it, but okay. I also kind of got burned out on it. Even though, like, I'm you pretty can sure get I'm burned out down. on it. I, yeah. I understand how you could get burnt out on it. It's, it's very long. Yes. But it's not as... It's like half the time of but Persona. Like a, but like apparently it's, I also It took chose. about that long. Isn't Persona like 120 hours? No, it took me like 80, 90. This game <laughs> took me like 60. Yeah. You did, well, like apparently you did, you did the pick the path. shortest route. Oh, My okay. route was at least 20 hours longer than that. Oh. Did you finish it? Oh, okay. Uh, your playtime is also more than Calvin's, and he played more than anyone I know. Oh, really? <laughs> so I don't, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, Calvin yeah, played forever, and like he loved that game too. It was he. I feel like every year he'll like latch onto one random game that he plays and like get way into it. I think he also started playing Valkyria Four now, so I think he's gonna go mm, ham in the same way. Yeah. But I. So I. We both hated Fates. 
Like Fire yeah. Emblem, I just I actively think that those games collectively, Birthright and Conquest, were just like not what I was looking for. Right. It was like they took more of the waifu simulator aspects than I wanted, and like less of the tactical things. Like this game brings that back. Where the the thing that I this feels like a real world that they created, whereas like in Fates. It feels like there were two countries and literally nothing else and no yeah. history. Whereas this whole world like actually feels lived in and has a history and there's multiple factions. They speak about countries that exist outside the conflict. Like there is stuff out there that's interesting enough. And I just like I like the characters enough, right? Like I I picked Golden yeah. Deer, you picked Black Eagles. And it's just whatever ones you're you think are the most interesting you go at them but you can recruit ones from the other ones i did not really yeah. i just got uh shit felix was the uh, only one i recruited from another house because i liked him a lot but yeah I, I don't know like it is just i don't even have that much to say about it it just is the fire emblem tactical strategy that i like right and it brings back like the character interaction that i also like while making it slightly more persona y yeah, in yeah. terms of like, oh, you do this calendar, you like go by the calendar, you have events at the school, and it's interesting enough. The part that I think is dumb is like, you still do that monastery part even after the time skip. Yeah. But there literally is no reason to do it after right, the time right. skip because you no longer get the like lost and found items and stuff, yeah. and like there are no events. So it just was like, I can go around and talk to everyone because I like the story, but also there's a lot of fucking characters and, like, this takes, like, 30 to 40 minutes when I could just, like, mm. do the next thing. Right. I don't know. But you picked Black Eagles. Which, uh, which path did you pick? I did go with uh, Edelgard. Okay, you went with Edelgard. With Edelgard. Nice. I believe that is the shortest one. Yeah. yeah I think so. Good. Did you purposely go with the shortest? No. No, I, mean, I think that's I just, just the path that he would have chose. Yeah, I would okay. have guessed he chose that, but. Um, See, and I don't know how close I am to the end because I, can, I, yeah, I remember I which battle I'm at. I'm fighting Dimitri, and then the church shows will show up and side with him. See, yeah, because I I did Golden Deer, and theirs goes way oh, way yeah, beyond right, right. that. Golden so I Deer. I don't know. Um. I guess I could, oh, I guess we could ask Calvin, but he picked Blue Lions, so that would be different for him because yeah, Dimitri, yeah. but uh, I think I know someone who picked that path, so I could ask if they remember. I just, yeah, it's weird because, like, you can have three people or four people who had very different experiences, yeah, yeah. so, like, I just remember saying something to someone, and I was like, how'd you feel about the part where, like, the weird beams of light came out of the sky and, like, blew stuff up like nuclear missiles, and they were like, the fuck are you talking about? And I was like, you beat it, right? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I don't know, it was a pretty memorable <laughs> scene, I feel. And then I've looked it up and found out that it just literally, like, Golden Deer, I think, is the only one that fights the true villains, which also felt like a weird tacked-on part. Like, yeah. Dimitri and Edelgard's stories seem like they, like, end with each other because it's right, just those two. But yeah. then there is, like, the secret evil organization. And, like, I fought them at the end, and I was like, this is weird. Because mm -hmm. it seems like none of the other two would fight these people. That's what I kind of didn't like about it, yeah. It's very weird. But what I... The main thing I liked was that they didn't make three fucking games and made it one yeah, game. Because, like, now I don't have to even pretend like I'm going to play two other fucking games. Yeah, yeah. I can just be like, whatever. I, 
I did think originally that I was going to play it again and play Blue Lions because I think that their plot seems really interesting, but I, right. it's so long and right. like I just didn't have it in me to play it again. So, well, you, I, have, you have Persona to play through again. Yeah, and I will. Yeah. Pl- I'll play through that again. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I won't really have much time to, but you know, <laughs> eh, they'll be dead in the summer. There was, sure. We'll hope the that. summer will be dead. We'll hope. We'll that. see. Yeah, uh, we, I always no, think that. Gotta, we gotta put our summer in... Yeah, yeah the summer of Final Fantasy summer, 14. Yeah. <laughs> no, you have the next two months to get through. That's true. <laughs> Alright, Scott, what is your numero four? Four is Days Gone. Days Gone! Days Gone. Alright, now... You like zombies. <laughs> like zombies, like apocalypse. I know, and that's what this game was. And, and I knew you would like this game, and it was weird because, I mean, off the bat, when they showed the first trailer, I was like, this this is not a Manny game. <laughs> I'm very not, because I don't like zombies and just open world games in general recently have not been my thing. Uh, first question, is it... Is the, the motorcycle fun? Like, he's a motorcycle guy? Um, it's, it's, it's not fun when you first start because your Because motor- your gas tank is small? Well, yeah, because you find out someone, like, robbed your motorcycle and took all the parts. So you have to spend the whole game rebuilding it. Well, yeah, because, like, you at the beginning... Because I played the first yeah. few hours of this game. Like, you get the motorcycle and it's, like, fully... And then, like, it's stolen, so then you get this, like, shitty motorcycle. <laughs> Damn, you're... there's an abilities with the motorcycle? <laughs> that shit's crazy. And, I, like, at that point, I was like, this motorcycle sucks, and I stopped playing it. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a the, long time damn, to rebuild the, the abilities thing. with a motorcycle. Yeah, because it's, like, the I game's, like, like 50 hours long, isn't it? Yeah, you get to a point, and you're like, oh, right here's the ending. And it's like, nope, there's more. All right. And I was like, I'm happy with this. <laughs> it's really funny because right now the only other abilities I can think of in a game is the Force Unleashed, where the first level you play as Darth Vader, and Darn. then then you play as Star Killer, and you're like, ooh, he he weak in comparison. <laughs> that shit sucks. But that's a cooler experience than having a good motorcycle and going to a bad motorcycle. I would say it's an okay motorcycle. Okay, interesting. I didn't love riding the motorcycle. <laughs> Did you like the loop of like, oh, my motorcycle is ran out of gas and now I have to push it for the next 20 minutes um, until I find some gas? I thought it was interesting because it kind of made you plan out your routes. Okay. I saw, I did, I did see a lot of people saying that. Um, I, so I couldn't just mindlessly drive around. I had to actually plan out gas stations as I hit along the way. So this game, I think, had a really weird trajectory because, like, <laughs> me personally, I looked at it and then when they delayed it and stuff, like, I just thought, like, this game's going to come out and suck. Mm-hmm. But what happened is bizarre because I think everyone just assumed it was going to suck <laughs> right? and then no one bought it who would, like, think that it sucked. So everything I ever saw about this game was like, Days Gone's better than you think it is. And it's because only people who looked at Days Gone and thought, this looks like my kind of shit bought Days Gone. So I think it actually like worked out in their favor somehow. Yeah, because like, like see because now like the narrative originally before it came out was like this is gonna be a trash game. Yeah. And now the narrative is like, it's okay. Right. Or like I really liked it. There is no people who are like, oh this game sucks ass. So people are like, it's okay, or I liked it. And I think that that's, it's so bizarre to see that happen. Because normally I feel like people would just like buy it out of spite. Right. And be like, this is a first party Sony game. We got to tell everyone it sucks. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It seems weird. 
So I, when you said you liked it, and I saw a bunch of other people saying they liked it, I was like, oh, I guess people like zombies, and it's an open world game. It's and probably fine enough. I, I don't know. If you like Sons of Anarchy, and you like zombies, and you like survival games, like it is like the perfect game for you. Um, and you told we don't have to talk about it here, but you told me that there were several plot twists. There in, was plot in, twists uh, in the product. There was plot twists and everything. <laughs> <laughs> there are. Uh, they seemed kind of interesting. So like that's cool at least how long was it you think it was too long no it was probably 50 60 hours i think the platinum was 80 okay that seems too long to me for yeah because like game. but a I, lot of sony games are like 30 hours even like they're open world i i just open world games i feel like are always too long so when someone says they're like 60 hours i feel like oh for fuck's sake crackdown three and Crackdown 3 is not long. Yeah, it's like eight hours long. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's, perfect. it's the perfect game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. About 30 hours, and you feel like there's a point where they could have stopped, and I feel like they just had more production time. They're like, yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah, let's, let's keep going. <laughs> Fucking let it rip. Because <laughs> it was clear. I was like, this is the end. And then it's like, but then. <laughs> and you're like, whoa, that's more cool. game. I mean that's fine if you're if, if you wanted more game at I that point then that's, that's cool. It yeah. was just it really threw me for a loop when it just was more mm. after that. I also remember you telling me you thought it was over twice. <laughs> so I yeah yeah there was <laughs> that's cool. Um, so my other question is their whole pitch for this game was like the zombie swarms were freakers i guess yeah was that like a major part of this or did they cut that mm. like were they were, or were the swarms random or were they like only in scripted sequences they like, were in certain locations okay. but they floated around those areas okay and i know that they had some problems with that in the beginning and then they patched them so like some of the spawners were fucked and up usually and... you didn't try touching them until you almost cleared the game because mm. okay. you were not equipped to handle them interesting yeah because bullets are like pretty like a scarce resource. Yeah, you'd have to like lay out a minefield and have Molotovs and traps. And oh man, this sounds like exactly <laughs> your shit. So there you, there you go. No, that explains. You'd why have to you plan out the whole route, then just yeah. run them through this train. I'm gonna ask for a spoiler here. <laughs> it, like early on, it's all about like you get separated from your wife. Do you ever like make it back with your wife, or does she die? His wife the bike. <laughs> oh shit bionic commando three eventually you do find your wife again yeah okay. i think like pretty it's early very, on don't you it's very generic zombie plot does it's, like something happen to her then it's she worked in a lab yeah i was gonna say wasn't the she virus. the reason that the virus happened yeah oh, she was like the chief scientist <laughs> that made it and it was some deep secret organization that wait was so, okay like, hang on i was think almost of, resident no, evil plot. i didn't think about this until right now even though somehow we had talked about this plot before she was a scientist yes in a lab and then decided like i'm just gonna be a biker chick now she found out what the lab was doing and then said dude i'm a biker now okay <laughs> Believable well, no, plots. No, the, ten out of ten. The biker guy, he rescued her from a oh, rape scene. Oh, <laughs> okay. They fell in love. They fell in love. I they do remember love. seeing like the wedding scene. <laughs> that where... wedding scene was going around. <laughs> yes. And boy, where he had like his baseball cap on and backwards. He, she says like something about please ride me as hard as you ride your bike. Yeah, or something. Yeah. 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 Biker um, time. The way they ended the secret ending, it looks like they're gonna try this up for a second one. It's uh, Sony Bend, right? But, uh, the 
yeah. Yeah, I think so. It looks like they're going very Resident Evil. Interesting. It's, I mean, it sold pretty well, from what I understand, so I get, they'll probably get to make a second one. Because it looks like they're gearing away from zombies and going into more, like, mutated people. Interesting. Because, mm. I, I mean, they, it seems like they sold pretty well, and usually Sony will let teams that do well, like, try another thing. So maybe they can, like... Tune it so that it's like the parts that people didn't really like, or just make it better in general. Because mm -hmm. I mean that that could be a cool thing. Like if right. people already liked it and you just tighten it and make it better as for a second experience. I don't know. I would be interested. To, I hope that that happens if people wanted that to happen. I don't know. I mean, like I Sony Bend wasn't gonna make a fucking game I wanted them to make. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I I can't be upset about it. They weren't. It's not like they're taking the resources away from the greatest game of all time that I wanted to be made. So, like, you know, more power to them for people who like that do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, my number three is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare. Oh, Damn, how are we not playing that together? That is my oh. number three as well. What? How we, oh, I've, seen, I've seen you play that. How have we not played that together? Because I only played the campaign. Oh. What's your KDR? Scott only plays with good I players. Don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know. I, I barely played it. You just have to be above like a point five. I barely played it. He doesn't know. I think it's above point five. All right. I knew Gia would be better than that. I, 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 I would not. <laughs> Me either. That's why I. He keeps saying we should play, and I'm like, yeah, I don't you only so. play for fun. So. Whoa! <laughs> Scott definitely doesn't want to play now. <laughs> no, I play for fun. I just don't want you like dragging us into a constant lose streak. This is what he always said. This is what you always say, and you're like, yeah, I always play to have fun, but like if they suck, I don't want them. There. At this point, <laughs> every time I say let's play Overwatch, you never respond. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just because he doesn't want to play Overwatch. I have to be really in the mood to play Overwatch, and when you say it, I'm like. I can't take this on my soul right now. Okay. I'm like, okay. I can't. I break his heart. It crushes my heart. <laughs> did you guys play the campaign or did you just play the multiplayer? No, I played the campaign. I've only played the multiplayer. I played the whole campaign. I've good. only played, like, I don't know, cumulative, like, three hours okay. of the game. So I would definitely... The campaign's, like, maybe five hours. But it's just a lot of just great moments. Mm. Uh, a lot of just memorable missions. It really doesn't slow down at all. It it it's paced extremely well. Uh, what would you say is your favorite of the missions? Because I really like the one where you're like sneaking around stealthily, taking out the lights and sneaking into the houses. I thought that, that was, was a fun mission. That was a really cool mission. Um, is that and then like right after is like the torture scene, right? Everybody loves a good torture scene. <laughs> I well, it, like what I liked about I don't know it if is before or after. I think it's a little after, but like maybe it's a before. But like I what remember. I really liked about it is because like the game's just like, hey, are you ready for this or do you want to sit this out? And I, I think none of you played GTA Five. Right? GTA, I played GTA. Okay, 5. did it do that in Five? No, you or have before to do you it. have to do that scene. You have to do That's, it. That scene was fucked up. Yeah. Because in this one, it's just like, are you ready to do this? What about Metal Gear? What about Metal Gear? In the original Metal Gear, do they let you skip that scene where the you torture scene? Yeah. No. Interesting. I mean, you can just choose not to do mm. it, and you pass out. That is true. Oh, that is true. Yeah. I mean, in this, I just sat it <clears> out, <throat> and then you just hear like screaming and agony, and you're just like, something's going on in there. But I did not want to see it. <laughs> oh, you didn't go in there for that scene? No, I didn't. Uh, oh, I did. Uh, is it pretty fucked up? Oh, yeah, it, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I made like, sure it made it as yeah. worse as possible. 
He's like, do you want the gun? I'm like, heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you and I. And then they brought the, like, mm-hmm. the wife and the son in. Then you Ooh. point the gun at the son. They're like, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus. And you're like, ooh. The torture scene in the original Metal Gear is not that fucked up. Mm-hmm. Neither it, The one in GTA 5 is way more fucked up than that. You're just being, like, electrocuted in Metal Gear. Right? Yeah, you're just being electrocuted. Yeah, it's not that bad. Well, this, like, being electrocuted. this game basically looks like real life. I know. So. It, like, graphically, it yes. looks... Ridiculous! Mm-hmm. I don't understand. No, the torture scene was pretty intense. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. I heard some stuff, but I did not go in and I, I was just like, I'm gonna. I always wonder out. because, like, they. I wonder if they just felt like they had to have something that recreated like the weird controversy of oh, the no yeah. Russian mission in Modern Warfare. They've the been like, I, I wonder airport. if they just had to be like. We gotta have some weird controversial scene well, or something. It's, it's somewhat that, but then also, I don't know if you guys realize, but like, there are a lot of people that moved over from Naughty Dog to this studio. No, I did not know that. No. So, like, it, ha- it, it does have that, like, Naughty Dog feel where, like, it is actually a well told story. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. I feel like this Modern Warfare got back to where they used to be. Mm-hmm. I feel with, like a lot of people think that. Yeah. I mean, like, you only play for three hours, but, like, did you play the last couple Call of Duties? Mm, I I do have the most recent Black Ops, but I didn't play okay. that one. Because I, I just feel like, I, I mean, like, even my brother, like, people just hated those multiplayer versions. Yeah, like, yeah. they just didn't like that. And you always said that. But, like, especially, like, Call of Duty this Pros just, like, better. could not stand it. Yeah. And this was the first one where I just saw people be like, yeah, multiplayer is yeah, alright. Like, it's good, it's fun, it's better. I... And that, that, for such a weird... The fan base of multiplayer Call of Duty is very vocal about yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. So, like, for them to all just be like, oh, yeah, it, the it's fact crazy. That it, the fact that it's quiet tells you it's good. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Did you? Do you remember, like, Advanced Warfare? People were just, like, fucking all day oh long. Oh, my God. Like, I will fuck while running and blah, 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 blah. And <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. People fucking wall, lost their gore wall run, that. double jump, flying through the air, see, Superman. That so fucking cool to me. Like, <laughs> that just sounds like my ideal video game. So you, what you're saying is... Titanfall? You need to play Titanfall <laughs> No, yeah, and, like, I would like that. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I like Apex. Right. And that, that's, what, that's the other thing I think is weird, is, like, I feel like Apex is closer to that, like not straight Call of Duty gameplay, and people who, like, both like Apex, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It feels like a weird double standard. But maybe it's just you want your Call of Duty multiplayer to be Call of Duty multiplayer right. and not something different. Because, like, Titanfall did well enough on its own that it wasn't like everyone hates this. And it's just weird to yeah, me. Yeah. I don't know. Did you... Playing the multiplayer, I've heard horrible things about the broken shotgun. Oh, it's been patched enough times. It has times. been patched yeah. now, yeah. I think but it got, like, three nerfs where now it's, it's reasonable. It's not so bad, but, like, I heard, like, you could basically snipe people. You from... could out-snipe a sniper <laughs> rifle. <laughs> <laughs> and you had two shots where a sniper rifle only had one shot. Right. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Classic stuff. You could look up in the air, you could see one of the UAVs <laughs> flying around, you could blow it out of the air <laughs> with a shotgun. <laughs> Yeah, if you weren't using that gun, you weren't winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you were using that gun? No. Oh, you weren't. Okay. <laughs> I was using the other broken gun. Mm-hmm. Well, you <laughs> you also started playing after that had been patched once or twice. The shotgun. Oh, once I believe. Yeah, because I the first right before, at launch, people were right, like, right. "I can't even play the multiplayer. Like, just <laughs> fucked up." So no, but I would definitely recommend just sitting down and playing through that campaign. Yeah, you can I beat mean, it in one day. Easily. I will not. Well, no, I'm talking. <laughs> you can always borrow from. <laughs> I'm okay. You have to play the multiplayer with us. No, I can't borrow it from you because but you told me the patch is 90 I gigs. I'm not fucking. Saw... I'm not fucking downloading oh. a 90 gig patch. I was to gonna play say that. the other day. 
We got another patch yesterday or two days ago. It was like 30 more gigs, and I was like, what is going on? You downloaded 120 <laughs> gigs to play this fucking cutscene? Like, oh, my God. There was a thing on Reddit about people saying that their, their computer data are, cap was yeah. like, well, their computers are only like 120 SSD. No, I know. You showed me Ryan's on Steam, and it was 140 gigs, probably because it's for PC, it's 4K assets. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, like, I get that makes sense, because at least on PS4, some of it could be on the disc. Not on PC, obviously, none would be, but. <laughs> 140 gigs at least on steam that would download relatively quickly but like you did you send me that thing how long did it take you to download three hours gigs? three times <laughs> oh because it was oh man yeah he ran into it's a all, bug i don't do you uh, use a portable hard drive with your ps4 i typically just external drive once i like once i'm done with a game i just okay. take it off so like i don't have issues well i use a portable drive because i filled up my playstation forever ago apparently there was a glitch with a modern warfare which i didn't know about if you downloaded it with a portable hard drive in, the patch would download first, and then the game, it'll get confused and delete the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> so you had to do it three times. So I did it the first time, and I just thought something happened, so I downloaded it again. And that's when I got mad and went to the internet. <laughs> and everyone was like, yeah, you can't do it with a portable hard drive in. And I'm like, this is stupid. So you had to uninstall games? No. Well, I just moved stuff that was on oh. my system over. If I downloaded a 90 gig patch once and it didn't work, I'd be like, all right, we're out. The fucking most recent Monster Hunter patch was 40 gigs, and I was like, whoa, that's big. The the thing that annoys me now about PlayStation is the copying afterwards. Mm. It's like it takes me like six hours to download this fucking 40 gig patch, and then it's like, well, it's going to take like 95 to copy this. And you're like, oh, I just want to play. Oh, my God. Alright, okay. that was my number three. Nice. So, Nukio, what is your number three? Number three is Devil May Cry. So. Oh, okay. nice. Devils May Cry. <coughs> you should just talk about it again. Because <laughs> like it got gypped. I would have bumped it off my list. Who's too. your favorite character <laughs> in Devil May Cry 5? I mean, not to play as, just in general. I don't play Virgil. What about V? Did, did you really like V? V's character in the game is pretty funny. He made me laugh in every season. None of them. I didn't have fun playing any of them. I didn't ask about playing. Uh, you like Dante or... Okay, so this, I have to talk about Devil May Cry 5 for a second. I... How do you feel about... Do you think they can make another one? Like, do you think they're going to make another one? That is, With, like, six, that is, like, these characters. Don't they just finish like, it? Do you think that Dante... Spoilers for anyone listening who didn't play that seven hours of Devil May Cry 5. It'll be them trying to break out <laughs> of Yeah, like, the... do you think it'll be, like, them breaking out of hell, or do you think that they will have, like, broken out of hell or wherever the fuck they I went? I feel like it's gotta be them breaking out of hell. I mean, that'd be cool, but, like, then yeah. is it... So, like, then is the two playable characters just, like, Dante and Virgil to oh, give the maybe, rabid maybe fan voice what like, they want? Or do you think the... that you just don't play as Virgil? To piss everyone off, and then you just play as Dante, and then Virgil does his own thing in Hell, and then you play as Nero outside. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, they'll probably have Nero in there. Or do you think that the next game they make is just fucking DMC5 Special Edition, and you can just play as Virgil? I don't know. I can just... you play as Virgil now in you the can Bloody get... Palace? Uh, I don't know about... Because I saw that you people modded it, modded yeah. it so you could just play as Virgil yeah. because his boss had enough moves to mm. be able to play Virgil. Right. But, like... Yeah, I don't know if you can play Virgil. I would guess that that's the thing that most Devil May Cry fans are upset about, is that you just can't play as Virgil. Yeah, yeah. Which, like, 
Shut up. Oh, that is true. <laughs> it's up. oh my god. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up. Well, he plays V, yeah. and he is Raphael, so it's fine. Uh, I just, like I just think that it's weird that they didn't even just be like I don't know it's like ten dollar DLC and now you can just do the bloody yeah. palace as Virgil because like I mean and even Devil May Cry three special edition like you just play as Virgil but like in all the Dante scenes so like does yeah. it really make sense <laughs> you're just playing as him uh, yeah I don't know I just that was my question best girl was uh, Texas chick. God, no. I can't even remember her name. No. I hated her so much, I blocked her name from my fucking memory. I actually don't know what it was. Because I tried to think of this the other day. Nico. Nico. Um, I, that might be the character I disliked the most this whole year. I could not, I could not stand her. Was it primarily the voice? Primarily the voice and just like her... I her characterization, she just doesn't seem like a likable character. Mm -hmm. And then people would be like, oh, well, that's just sexist. And it's like, no, nah, mm -hmm. man, Trish and Lady are fine. Well, All right, like, like nothing in this game. I know, but I already know about their personalities. Well, yeah. So it's fine. You but to the, see their naked bodies. And well, the one you do they, see the they naked They should have. Yeah. Well, sometimes there's lens flare, and people got very upset <laughs> about the lens flare that they added to the U.S. version. <clears throat> Wait, there's it's more revealing in Japan or something? Yes. There's no, there's no lens flare. People were upset, yes. <laughs> <laughs> of course uh, they were, of course. But no, yeah, Nico, I just, like, didn't like as a character, really. Yeah, and her I... whole, like... Yeah, her whole thing. Just was not a fan of. I, d I do like Nero, still. I can't believe they reduced Kyrie to a phone call character. Yeah. And Nero would call her a couple times. Seems kind of fucked up. Uh, he was busy. He had things going on. She was literally in one of the scenes. She says, Nero, come in for dinner. And then Virgil's weird then he mon monster body's there and he gets his hand chopped off. She was right there. She was off screen. I, she, yeah, they couldn't even <laughs> model her. That's what I think is hilarious. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like Devil May Cry. Yeah. That's my... Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we brought it up like seven more times. Yeah, 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 talk yeah. about <laughs> it again. Even though Scott hated it. <laughs> uh, my number three... Which is probably, since Matt didn't say it yet, it's got to be around here, is Judgment. Hmm? Um, so I I thought about this because when we first played Judgment, right. I don't think I really liked it. Yeah. Like, other than the story aspect, because, like, I just, I think I'm burned out on the Yakuza oh. games. Like, and obviously the studio is too, because the next one's a fucking RPG, and oh, oh my yeah. god, I cannot wait to play that game. Mm -hmm. But, like... I don't know. I think it was just a bummer at first because it's just in Camarocho again, mm -hmm. the same place you've been in for seven games. Not that much different. The like detective-y parts, I didn't really like that much. Yeah, there's like they the add, cursor moves so slow. The they had detective parts that aren't fun, and they add trailing missions, which you're like, which oh, I no. and I don't, and so like those don't really. They're the game's front loaded with those right. in the story. And then if you do the side stuff, there's a lot more of that. But, like, it says, like, ooh, this is a tailing one or whatever, so you know not to do it. And then, like, the gameplay is... The combat's the same. It's basically the same, except with slightly less options. But then the game rules so much. And I don't understand what turned me now to think that this game is so much better than I did at the time. And it's probably just because, like, it is action Phoenix Wright. Like, he is a lawyer, and I think that the whole... Just the way they dole out the plot, and I, I... 
was invested the whole time. I mean, the raincoat mm. killer action. Mm-hmm. I th- we talked about it in our last podcast, but talk the main character. I think is like a fucking really really good character. Mm-hmm. He does not sing in the karaoke parts, and I found out it is because that actor has a music contract. Because he like sings on some album, and apparently Japanese music copyright laws like buck wild, so they would have had to pay some insane fee to even have him sing in the mm-hmm. game. So that's why it's not his voice when he sings. Um, a random fun fact, but yeah, Talk is a fun character, and right. like I said, he is not as dumb as Kiryu, so it's like refreshing to have a character that's not just like this big dumb idiot. Even though I love Kiryu. And then you have Kaito, his sidekick, to fill that role. Mm-hmm. He's still pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just, like, all, all the characters interacting together, like, I think the villains do really well, right. and, like, they characterize them well, and you, like... I, it just tells an intriguing story, yes. and even though it is still maybe a little too long, like most Yakuza games are, I think they always run just slightly over mm. what they should. It's still... It's just, like, a fun story, and it... I was more engaged with it, I think, because it wasn't about those exact same characters. It's like, oh, now mm. I get to learn about this set of characters, and it's not just like, uh, Kiryu's gonna do this thing, mm. Majima's gonna show up, Daigo's gonna be here. Like, it is all new characters. Great. And I think that's what did it for me, which is why I'm so psyched about Yakuza 7. Like, I... God, I wish it was coming out the same day in Japan as it is here, because, like, that comes out in January, I think. Mm. I'm so ready to just, like, be... In a Yakuza game in a different area, it's a turn-based RPG. <laughs> you can summon... So I think that's it. And like I, I have said, I hope that there is a Judgment too. Right. Like, now what I hope happens is that they waffle between Yakuza and Judgment, and they just keep trying new and interesting things. Like, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't think they will. I no. think they'll just find one of the things that works and then be like... Well, because they even said that with Yakuza 7, it's going to be a turn-based RPG, and they're like, hey, everyone's upset. If it doesn't work out, like, we won't keep doing it mm-hmm. unless people like it. And so I'm worried that, like, <laughs> they're just going to stop doing it, and then they're going to be like, ah, oh, same beat-em-up action that you've had for eight games. So, I, I don't know. But the, yeah. the plot of this one really did it for me. Yeah, this was an incredible plot. Yeah. Spoiler, it is not on my list. Really? Damn. Yeah. That's fucked up. I think it's it was just, like, the more I thought about it, like... The gameplay additions... I think, we, I think we swapped our thoughts on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The gameplay, like, additions just, like, really kind of brought... Yeah, they did, and, like, the, I didn't really like the drone stuff, and there was a yeah. lot of that. But I just, the plot alone, I feel like, because usually games that make my list, I generally tend to gear more towards, like, narrative things. Right. And so, like, when I was trying to think of, like, what is the best story I played this year... That is probably Judgment. Which it was before. Which it which I said that, yeah, in our category podcast. Yeah. Because I just... Not many games, like, hooked me in that way yeah, this I, year, I don't think. Like, f- Fire Emblem was the second one, which, like, isn't even that revolutionary. It's just better than Fire Emblem has been. Right. Which is, like, a pretty fucking low bar. So, I, I don't know. 
And, like, what, the third runner-up would have been Pokemon with its brilliant plot. <laughs> so, I, yeah, just, like, a lot of games that I played this year dealt more with mechanics than plot. So, it was just, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Judgment got me in the story department, I think. Yeah, and I'm more of a gameplay over Yeah, and, like, story. I mean, I've always liked the Yakuza gameplay, but I right. do think that this is, like, the end of its... Yeah. Like, like I, I think if I play one more, like, that's why I didn't play Kiwami 2, mm-hmm. is because I think I'll just be like, ooh... We went one too far. Right. We went one too far. Where I the, played, yeah, Yakuza Zero, Zero, Kiwami, Kiwami, and two. you played them all in a very small in time six yeah. from 2017 to now. Yeah, like so I I'm played like, them all at least when they came yes, out originally, so yes. I had more of a gap. But I think, yeah, the the ninth one in a row, I mm. think, will be like, Ooh, maybe no thanks, because <laughs> they they really don't evolve that much, no. which is kind of damning on them, I think, a little bit. But all right. You're number three, Scott. Modern Warfare, we already talked about it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) You can't do this. When he says it's number two, I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream. I'm going to scream so loud. So my number two is Bloodstained, which we talked about. We did. And it's still good. Yeah. Uh, So my number two. That's not what Scott says. I'll fucking tell you that right now. My number two is Iceborne. Nice! I know what your number one is, I think. I never would have guessed it. No? no. Well, not yours. His. Uh, <laughs> yours, I, yours, yours I can guess, Scott. At least I fucking hope so. <laughs> if it's swapped, you're going to like... If it's swapped, I'm going to quit the podcast where it's over. We're just going to shut it off at you, basically. Dude... Iceborne is so good. Yeah. Why is it yeah. so good? I love it. Oh, my God. So I think about this all the time. Is I We played that original PS4 version for 110, 100... Well, I played it for 130 hours. My clock is at, like, 300 hours now. Yeah. So it means that I played Iceborne more time than I played the original game at this point, which to think about is, like, wild. Right. And I, I feel bad whenever you ask it. And I like the other day I wanted to play, but I felt so sick no, that night. Funny. So I was like, I can't. But they and they keep adding stuff. Like they added the Rajang, they right. added the Stygian Zenogre, they added the Sefi Jiva, and like the the event is happening right now, like the holiday event. And there's going to be another event for the one year anniversary. Yeah. Like they just. They keep supporting it, and it's one of those things where I feel like for free content updates, normally developers would half-ass it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they just wouldn't really give a shit, but all of it is, like, the Rajang is a monster that the skeleton wasn't even in the game before. Right. So it wasn't even just like, oh, we slapped the skin on there. I mean, the Stygian, you could argue, is kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. But it, even the Safi Jiva uses the same skeleton, but is a completely different fight than the Xenojiva. Yeah. So, like, they actually are putting a lot of effort into it, and I, I, I don't know, like, the new event quests are all very good, and just... The new monsters they added in Iceborne are, like, everybody's favorite monsters. I, I don't know. Like, I feel the Berioth, the Nargukuga, the Zenogre, the Tigrex. Like, yeah. they're all ones that people asked for the most. Right. It was just, like, fan service, the fucking expansion pack. I didn't put this on my list just because I didn't put expansions on there, but, like, hands down, one million percent, it was my favorite thing I played this year. Yeah. By a crazy insane margin, I think. And, like, the fact that we will still keep playing it because they keep adding more to it is ridiculous. Yes. And I can't play it on PC. That's my... I can't... (laughs) Like, I just... I won't... 
to get to the same point, I would have to play yeah, for such yeah. an inordinate amount of time that like the way mm-hmm. I play games, it just doesn't. Right. It doesn't allow for that. You know what I mean? It would take years from now for me to be like, oh, I, I'm not going to play this new game and I'll play right. Monster Hunter instead. But. And just the way they like updated all the weapons, added the Clutch Claw. Yeah, the Clutch Claw, and that even makes earlier game things drastically different too because yeah. you can grapple onto the monster, weaken certain parts and stuff. Do you think the lever will go back? Or do you think that's a staple from now on? I hope it's a staple from now on. It's really interesting, but I could see them trying to use it as like a, oh, hey, get the expansion, Clutch Claw mm-hmm. type thing. Uh, I I really am curious how they will do any of it going forwards because it's one of those things where like they added so many quality of life things that they can't really go back. Otherwise, right, people right, will right. then get upset. But that kind of happens in new Monster Hunter games, I feel like, yeah. where they like have less monsters, and then people are like, what the fuck? And well, then they add the expansion, and that's when it's like the full game. That happens a lot with just a lot of games. It happens a lot with a lot of games, but I feel like, like now they set themselves up for failure yeah. with World is because like, yeah. I feel like the next base game has to have at least that much content, which it is won't. like, it, it won't and can't. But that's what people will want. Right. But and I mean, everyone always feels that way. Like, we, in the U.S., we never got the original versions of the games until World and until, well, the one before it, Generations. And so, like, Jumbo hated Generations because he was like, well, it doesn't have G-Rank in it and it doesn't have these other monsters in it, so it feels like it's just, like, half a game. Like, I kind of get that, but World didn't feel like that originally. Right. Which I think is why Iceborne felt that much better, is because, like, this game was already jam-packed with content, and I liked it a lot, and now you just made it even better somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wonder going forward how they're going to be able to, like, balance that without people who started liking it in the West being like, it's just worse Iceborne. Like, well... You, you gotta give them a little bit of time and right, credit, yeah. like. But I, I just don't know that it will work that same way. Right, right. Like I think that the next one they're gonna have a harder time selling people who got way into Monster Hunter Iceborne on it. But I oh fuck, it's so good. Oh, so much. What's your favorite monster they added in Iceborne? Ugh. I mean, even though I obviously not the you could say a new one, but they only added two brand yeah, new ones. Yeah. So. Oh, that's not true. They added the Namio. Uh, I don't know. They're like the Zenogre. I like the Zenogre. I know. I the uh, Baryoth is mine because he's my favorite monster, and they put him back in just for me. When I saw the game was about ice, and I was yeah, like, "They don't yeah. put my fucking boy in this game. I am gonna rage." And then he was there. And I was so excited. Oh my god, I love him so much. His great sword is so fucking good too. It has such high affinity and sharpness and attack. <sighs> Iceborn. What is your number two? What is my number two? My number two is Sekiro. So we already talked okay. about mm-hmm. the shadows dying twice. Oh, okay. <laughs> Can we just skip his number two? <laughs> You're going to do it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my number two is Death Stranding. All right. Oh, thank God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so I knew, I knew you would like this game. As soon as I started playing it... It was made for me. And what I thought was fucking crazy was I was like, yeah, I've been playing Death Stranding, and you were like, oh, that's out now? And I was like, and I was like what? <laughs> <laughs> the new Kojima game came out, and it seems like it's made for you, and you didn't even know, and then you, know. you went out that day and you got it. 
Or wait, do, uh, first we went to GameStop and they were sold out, and then you had to go to Best Buy to get the Steel Book. I had to get the Steel Book. Yeah. Okay. Are you happy you got the Steel Book now? Of course. He loves Steel Books. So, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Uh. We feel so wildly different about this game, but it makes sense because this game is everything that I don't like <laughs> about video games rolled into one, and it is most things that you like. In that is one. true. Like, as soon as I saw that you could build a bridge, I was like, oh, fuck, this is Scott's game. He's in there. He's going to love it. 10 out of 10. Build the bridge. Upgrade the bridge. Yeah, and the, the zip lines, all the, the weird, lines. weird stuff. Um, I spent a whole day setting up a zipline network. You did, and it was helpful for someone that wasn't me, because someone got to reap the benefits of that. Uh, so I think the servers were roughly 16 people. Yeah, well, they should have fucking let you be with your friends. But you couldn't pair up with your friends, and I was hoping Manny would get in there, because I knew he'd have a better experience. I would have. It would have been a, such a better game if Scott had just done all the work for me. Because <laughs> I, I built wanted... all the roads and set up everything in the game. And building the roads takes way too long. <laughs> it takes way too long. Wouldn't you... Couldn't you make the argument that everything in that game takes too long? I um, could make that argument, yeah. Uh, the the game itself took too long. And it was shorter than I was told it was going to be. And I still felt like it was too long. It ended up being a surprise for me because, like... As, some, as an outsider who did not care about this game, I was expecting it to be about 20 hours no. and, like, 90% cutscenes. Cut God, I wish. I Like, that is all I wanted this game to Like, I wanted it to just be, like, weird batshit Metal Gear stuff. Right. And then it just, like, it's front-loaded and back-loaded with that. Like, Donkey's video... Explains it too well. Explains it too well. Like, you could literally cut out the entire middle portion of that game after the first two hours and just be at the ending and basically be at the same place. I mean, there is some important world building and, like, you learn about the characters, but most of those characters aren't in the ending. So, like, it just doesn't matter. And that is not good. That's that's not a good way to write your story. But I do get people like that type of management. Building connections. Building, yes, building strands with each other. UPS simulator. Yeah, I just like... <laughs> the world is so empty. Well, not for That's, you, because you built all the stuff. I built it, but all the I, stuff. There was no I, emptiness. It's, I kept hitting the data cap for how much stuff I could build, and I was like, oh, I have to go make more people happy to up my caps. That is true. You did have to do that. Wait, you couldn't just... You would hit limits and be like, I can't... How much you bandwidth? Do, you, yeah, there's so much bandwidth in the area <laughs> on the chiral network. Wow. Okay. Uh, and so, like, that is you You basically... The things rank up... The places rank up from one to five stars, and the more you have it, five stars... More internet they give you. The more internet you get. <laughs> Why? But sometimes... That just seems like unnecessary. Sometimes... No, it would be necessary, because otherwise you could just make the game. Uh, you could trivialize the whole game. I could well, build yeah, so but much like, more. But that's, what I, that's what I want. That, but that's, you're doing that to yourself. Who cares? Well, but you're also doing it for other... 16 other people. I guess, yeah. So, I mean, that's partially the game's fault. But I... Like, it, it is literally everything that I don't like about video games, I think. <laughs> it is it is extreme management that is not fun. Well, it wasn't fun for me. I, I can't say that it's just not fun. But, like, balancing all the shit on your back, trying to be prepared and getting to the next area, like, that just isn't fun for me. That's, that's like... Inventory management, the video game. And, like, inventory management, I don't like in anything. Like, I hated the inventory management in Control. 
and you don't even have to deal with that. It's just a fucking annoying, and I hated it because it would fill up all the time. Oh yeah, that did happen a lot. And like I could have just ignored it because the mods didn't matter, but it's just as annoying anyways. And then like I don't know, just everything took so long. I feel like. Well, be, uh, not, uh, not for you, because you had zip lines and roads and stuff, but, like, for me, walking from area to area, it's just, uh, just like, oh my god, why the fuck is this taking so long? And then, people don't like weapon degradation and things, the fucking time fall degrading your everything, your buildings, your stuff on your back, the, literally, it, it's just... That's why you gotta have time fall shelter. I, you gotta have time fall shelter. I'm not fucking building that shit everywhere. This stealth, like, you're, I, I already hate everything, and now you're adding in stealth, and fucking, I don't care what you say, the guns never worked on the BTs, and they would fucking pull me under, and it would be the worst goddamn experience of my life, and then you gotta escape from the BTs for like 20 minutes, and then you gotta go back to where you were, and it just is fucking... And it knocked all your packages off. It knocked all your fucking packages off, and then they're damaged, and the guy's like, you took too much damage, do it again, and you're like, oh my god, kill me, please, right now. And... You liked that. That's fine. There was, I know. Only, there was only two missions I didn't like. Uh, and that well, was the first one where you had to carry the body to the top. Which is basically just preparing you for the whole game. <laughs> if you don't build correctly. Yeah. I didn't have the experience that because I built. <laughs> and the second was one, one was the delivery of the pizza one where I had to go from oh the bottom my of the back. God, yeah, that shit sucks. No, the one where I had to hand carry it from the bottom all the way to the top. Couldn't ride a bike or anything. And I was like, Phew. I think no it took. Thanks. Real time, 30 minutes. And that's with fully built roads and me using a speed suit. <laughs> I heard there, like, sometimes, like, you have to, like, transport bodies. That's a common thing in this game. But, like, some of them are, like, well, alive. It is only common if you decide to kill people lethally because you just stop giving a fuck. Well, like, but, like, there's, there's no times, benefit to killing There's them. no benefit well, to Well, no, I really, but, like, sometimes, like, they're alive and they just, like, get in the body bag and then you're, like... Yeah, so there around. are missions where you have to carry people in the body bag and they will just be, like, in oh, there zipped right. up and, like, talking to you and it is fucking bizarre. <laughs> Like, you have to carry Mama all the way across the fucking planet, and that, was the, the, that was the point where I texted you and was like, I, I, think, that, I think this is it. Like, I don't yeah. think I will be able to continue this fucking game I was so worried point. when you got to the mountains, I, I was like, I don't think Manny can do it. The mountains are so much more rough than the rest of the game. And he was not wrong. I Like, so many, I've never had a game almost break me so many times, but mm. I just, like, I had... I had to see the ending of this fucking thing. I don't know how you did it without the zipline network for the mountains. It was... It's, you can just fucking trudge right through the snow and Norman Reedus is like, I'm cold and I have frostbite. And you're like, shut up, just let me finish the game. And yeah, it just... So much of it just is not fun. Like, it is actually trying to gamify the not fun elements of a game. So like, I see some of the parts where he was coming from. But then just, like, then the plot is there. <laughs> and it just... that That's the thing that I needed to carry me through. And it just is not there. I like the one Metal Gear Solid fight. Where you punch Higgs? <laughs> yeah. You mean the best character in the game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the full Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, like, near the end, it, like, does go full Metal Gear. But even by that point, it's just, like, I already <laughs> it's am late. so... It's too late. I'm so <laughs> burnt out by this whole fucking thing. I just don't... I don't like it. And then you gotta spend at least an hour plus at the beach listening to... 
the text the dumps. fucking world's longest text dump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like you're Mario and I'm Princess Beach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the fucking classic line. <laughs> and I still that one is stupid when she tells you that her name is Amerigo Vespucci for no reason and it had nothing to do with the plot and it was didn't a plot fucking twist. matter. <laughs> and it was just like why even have this why have this fucking scene? And it just like, oh my god. And then that plot twist isn't even that much of a plot twist when you think about it because both of those characters are the same fucking actress. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, plot twist. And you're like, well, mm -hmm. I guess I could have figured that out ten minutes into the game if I had thought about it for 30 seconds, but I thought that you would have a better writing than this, <laughs> and you didn't. He needs to be rechained. He need, They need to chain him up and say... Kojima in the Wild's pretty good. Here, here's your editor, my man. Hey, he said that he was in the office a couple days ago while no one was there working on the new project. He's working on a new project. All right. Is this oh. on the Enders? No. Konami owns that. He's not allowed to. Well, didn't he have ideas products. of doing like a prequel to um, Death Stranding? Oh my god, did he say that? I think so. I think there's nah. an article about it somewhere. Jesus. That he wanted Christ. to do a prequel. He should just you make know, a fucking movie. Is it possible, Manny, you didn't like this game because you're American? <laughs> I don't know. I like Call of Duty a lot. Yeah. God, that article pissed me off so bad. And it, it, not even just because like I didn't like the game, but right. just because it's like that is a low blow. It's insane that yeah. Was it because Americans like shooters too much that they reviewed your game harshly, which not even that much more harshly than other territories, or is it because? You're Japanese, and your game about America is not really that much about America. Also... Like, of course I'm going to judge it more harshly in the country I live in with my idea... Whatever. Also, like, when you have, like, Famitsu giving it a 40 out of 40... And then he's, like, in... The dude is in the game yeah. that runs the company, and he says, in the game, ha, you're going to get a 40 out of 40. And you're like, oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotcha. There's a lot of weird controversy around yeah. that, and I... I don't know that any of that is necessarily true or anything. Yeah, I, I just, just like it's just weird. It's just weird, and I, I get it. Some people really liked it. Like yeah, we yeah. have an example right here. Like Scott really liked it. I really actively hate it. But I, I think I hate Nino Kuni two more than I hate this game though. In terms of like my personal view, just because I really like Nino Kuni one. This I have no comparison. Mm. I should have just not liked it to begin with. But. <laughs> That's what I... Just the dichotomy was insane. Like, people either really liked it or they really hated it, and it yeah. seemed like there was no in-between. It so. seems like people who really hated it stopped playing it almost immediately. Yeah, and that's that's fair, and yeah. you probably should do that. Um, but if I, I had know. bought this game, how long before I stopped playing? You? All the way. Uh, no, it, an hour <laughs> max, absolute, absolute maximum. I think that you would have gotten like 20 minutes in and been like, holy fuck, this game is... <laughs> it I might have been when you had to carry the first body up the hill. Before that. <laughs> I think it would have been during the cutscenes at the first base. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Because you, you have to walk there, and that sucks, and then you have to sit through these nonsensical cutscenes, and, like, he doesn't like anime stuff, and it would have been boring the whole time. I think he would have quit right away. Like, that first scene with the body, you're sitting there kind of carrying, he's playing some pretty cool music, and it's just you, like, holding L2, R2, L2, R2, and it's like, oh, this is killing it for me. And then that's the whole game. <laughs> like, that's the whole, that's the whole game. So that's what I, I don't get it. But um, yeah, it was good. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, you. I, I get why you like it, and I get what he was trying to go for. I just think that he, like, didn't do it. Like, I, I just don't think that he did what he set out to do. Right. Especially because, like, the plot just doesn't carry the message. They shouldn't have had the boss fights. They, they should like... not have had bosses. They should not have had combat. It just felt like systems tacked on to systems well, it, at some yeah, point. They, they like, just didn't need to be there. Maybe the BTs, but... No. <laughs> just not the Take boss fights. Stealth. What a, what a fucking garbage the boss fights were worthless. They didn't even attack you. They just stood there and let you blast them with, like, quad rocket launchers. That they gave you infinitely because they knew that no one would be prepared for any boss fight. <laughs> yeah, right. so anyone on the server could just throw you all the weapons... Constantly, and that's what happened. <laughs> All right, we're at this. We're at the point. We're at the point. This is it. What is your numero uno? Do you have any guesses? <sighs> I'm gonna be honest. We've been here for a long time, so I don't even remember most of what anyone's list was at this is point. It, is it that stranger? It is. Not. It is. It is actually. Yeah. He waited that whole time to finally give. <laughs> To finally give his opinions on the greatest masterpiece of all time. I did watch a movie of it, and then I stopped after like two hours. But I, I got like quite a bit. I understand the plot of The Stranding, though. So. But my number one game is The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. This makes sense. I understand. You understand what? No, it makes sense. It'd oh, okay. Your number one. Yes. I, I, I get it. Yeah, I it's mean, my I, second favorite Zelda game of all time. Mm-hmm. I it just clicked with me in a way that like no other game clicked with me. Did you play Link's Awakening? I did. Okay, good. And you didn't back then or this year? This year. This year. And it's not in your top ten. Mm, I didn't really want to count it. Oh, because that was one of my cut ones. <laughs> I really, I see because I hadn't played it before. No, and it makes and it's a new thing. Yeah, for you. so yeah. I was just like, you know what, I'm counting it this year. And but it, trust me, I want. <laughs> I yeah I, I like Link. I, yeah I, yeah it's, yeah I just I love that they brought in these stamps from the Breath of the Wild because I was just marking stamps everywhere in the map and just running around and people had like weird complaints about it and I just didn't have any of those issues with like the signposting. Or where to go? I just, like. I, I mean, I I literally can't speak to that because yeah, I yeah. played it back in the day. So it's just right. like I <clears throat> remember all that stuff. Well, so it's like when people are like, "Oh, this is like weird, antiquated game design from 1993." I'm like, "Well, I don't know." I because I figured it out back then, so I I can't like speak to it unless right. I erase my own memory. You know what I mean? So I can't. Really... I didn't have. You know, I have such a low tolerance. For you that do, kind of yeah. Stuff so and, it's. And it didn't bother me at all, so I have no idea. Yeah. I but yeah, I think it's my second favorite Zelda game and it oh. just it was so much fun to just kinda of go through. And I, I think it helped which I mean Zelda's always had like Metroid elements, but I just yeah. kinda of played it like a Metroidvania where you get new items and then I would just kinda of explore the world and just Did you have issues with the frame rate drops and stuff? Yeah, or? I mean I it's pretty bad. I, I, it shouldn't be. I, I, I literally don't get why they're there. There's I no never reason. noticed them at once. Oh, I, it's constant. Especially in the overworld. It. Did you notice it? He's an idiot. Yeah, no, I, don't, I don't believe. I don't believe that at all. Because you, it, it happens every time you go out of the city, I, and it's like are you sure? it chugs so hundred percent. 
I, you can watch a Digital Foundry video or anything, like, and what I love about the Digital Foundry video is, like, he he literally doesn't get it. Like, there is absolutely nothing happening in the game, and you can see the CPU spike to 100% usage. Nothing is hap like, nothing is happening. The only thing that could possibly be doing that is because they're blurring the edges of the screen. And it's like, well, why wouldn't you just stop blurring the edges of the screen? Because that I didn't even like that in the first place. So I just it it's crazy that, and it was better than yeah. it was, which is even more crazy because like it's not that graphically like, it doesn't look that good graphically. No, and no. it's like a weird art style on top of nothing. But it just, yeah. Did you play that at all? No. Okay. Did they, they patch it? No, they didn't pay. So no, the people I... who saw it originally, it was an E3 demo. Okay. So then it was better than what it was at the E3 demo. Like, people said that those were fucking rough. Right. So I, it must have been really bad then. Mm -hmm. It just is weird because you go inside and it's running at, like, a perfect frame rate and it feels like a totally different game. And then you go outside and it is immediate. You can see... You can see the resolution drop. Mm. Like, it just looks worse visibly immediately, and it's crazy. I never noticed it is it like once. It is an insane variable frame rate. Even in handheld mode, it, like, cuts the frame rate by, like, a couple hundred P, and you're like, why are you doing this? They should have just... I, I, I don't know. And it might be because it's not screen-based like the original game was, and I don't know how they originally modeled it in mm. this game or whatever, but it... I, I'm not a game developer, right. so I cannot I cannot say. But for a game that looks like that, that is like that, and is a first-party Nintendo game, that should not happen. I don't know. at all. I, it's just so weird because like that stuff. Because like, how, do, how does Luigi's Mansion work? That's my my thought of the year. How does Luigi's Mansion Three work? Mm -hmm. I because yeah, it, it's a miracle that it like runs as well as it does and like doesn't drop frames or anything. It's baffling. So, yeah, yeah, that's my uh, game of the year. I just, it clicked with me in a way that, you know, nothing else did. I think it's the one game I would say is actually great. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of sad that it's uh, just a remake. <laughs> but, you know, that's kind of the year how I felt this year. It's yeah, just, I mean, you know, I I always love that game. Yeah. So anyone who likes Link's Awakening, I'm always very excited about mm -hmm. that because I really like Link's Awakening. Yeah. One of the reasons I think that it is so cool is because I think they had to make it different with the constraints of the Game Boy originally. Right. So I think they like had to try a bunch of just super bizarre shit to make a cool game. Mm -hmm. And like, I, part of that is I think because of the weird constraints of the Game Boy. Right. So. One complaint I will make is... Because if you remember, like you get you upgrade the sword by collecting those shells. Yes, you needed more shells in the original game. Yes, which, I mean, like, but then you can also, like, I can't remember what exactly you do, but you can upgrade your armor, so it either gives you defense or attack. That is, that's only, a color that dungeon. is only in the Game Boy Color version. But yes. Yeah. But, like, it doesn't stack. It does not stack. So, like, and that's it, fucked up. It, the, the sword doesn't stack with the attack, so, like, you you might as well just go with the defensive. Almost always, which I did not. I did not Because either. I did not know that they didn't stack. I didn't know it either, and I was like, damn it, the blue looks better anyways. I because my original blue. time playing through the DX version, I did not play it on the Game Boy Color, so I'd already beaten the game. Right. 
when I got a Game Boy Color to do the Color Dungeon. And so at that point, like, it just doesn't matter. Right. So I just never knew that information. But people were like, yeah, it didn't stack in the original games. Like, well, I didn't fucking know that. Well, that's just bad game design. Uh, I mean, it was like a thing that was tacked on at the end anyways. I mean, this, they could have changed it yes, for sure. Yes. But no, I agree with that. Because I was like, oh my god, I'm just going to mess stuff up because it's going to be four times. No, yeah, if you get that sword and then you have double attack and yeah. it also had double defense, that would have been ridiculous. Yeah, it would have been an yeah. invincible killing machine. <laughs> so, yeah. Instead, I had to try and not get hit. Yeah, that final boss battle with Ganon form, that was rough. Some of that is something. Alright, Nukio, what is your number one? I know what it is. <laughs> Death Stranding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go, oh man, everybody's number one. <laughs> I didn't say it yet either. So it's... I don't know what Manny's is. <coughs> Man knows what Manny is. Does he? Yeah. So mine's the Legend of Heroes. Trails of Trails Cold of Cold Steel, Steel 3. Three. Who could have guessed it? So not me. I should preface this. I haven't beaten the game yet. Oh my god! What are you? What are you at? <laughs> I'm in the final chapter. No, how many hours have you played it? 780. God damn it! I'm never gonna. It's right there and it's sealed. I'm never gonna be. I'm never gonna beat it. It's never gonna be beaten. I know you play them a lot differently than I do, but I will use it as a benchmark and I will say that it will take me half the amount of time it takes you. That's like a hundred hours. I can't do it. I. I you have to though. I know because I every, someone we work with keeps talking to me about it because he started playing them very recently and he already beat three. Yeah. And now they announced the new one that connects all yeah, of them. Yeah. And people told me I can't even watch the trailer because it spoils Cold Steel Four within the first like thirty seconds oh of it God, or something. Okay. So I was like. Why do you guys keep making these fucking games and they're all a hundred billion hours long and I really like them and why can't why can't you just stop making them now? Now there's rumors that they're remaking the other two that never got released. Oh, uh, Zero? Yeah. That, that, that's not a rumor. That is coming out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Zero is... Know. So they announced Zero and then the new one that is like the culmination yeah, of yeah. all the games. Right. Which means because now they're not porting a PSP game. Yeah. They definitely will actually localize it because people will buy a PS4 game. Yeah. And then I'll have to play that. So here we are. Yeah. Who's ready? Uh, this, I'll have to ask you all the questions here. Because I uh, am the only other one who's played one of these games. Is it better than Trails of Cold Steel 2, yes I, or no? I like it more than 2, yes. Okay. Well, I like it more than two. I think... I didn't really like two very much, so I yeah, guess that's neither, a pretty good one. I. I mean, I still liked it, but, like, yeah. Is it better than the first one? <sighs> that's hard to say, because one, I, I want to finish this game first, but okay. as of right now, no. Okay. So it's a turn-based RPG. It is the same battle system, I take it, as the previous two? Yeah. Okay. I, well, like, I guess all of those games have that same yeah, battle yeah. system, really. So that makes sense. I like that battle system, obviously. Like a uh, another, uh, but there's a bajillion characters? Yeah. Do you get all of the original uh, Naruto Team 7 members? Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, and but there I, are new characters as well. Yeah, a yeah, lot of new a, characters? Mm, Is it a new class? Uh, you're talking about playable characters? Playable characters, yeah. Uh, no, it's it's the new, the new class 7 is just like five or six members. Oh, but you'd still get them all? Uh, the old ones too? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? It's like 14, that's so many. Well. This is so many. 
Right now they're with me, but like they've they've come and gone. Oh, so like you don't keep them throughout Always. the story, but like now it seems like they're like with me, Fucking with me. That. Yeah. The, the two that two was the worst with that, where it was like you spec oh, all of yeah. these characters with the fucking gems and stuff and then they're like well they're not in your party anymore we unequipped yeah. all their gems and you're like oh, why would you do this to me because then they come back like two hours later and you're like i gotta re-equip all these fucking gems i don't remember now what they, they have had. all the other side characters too that can join your party here and there oh boy i can't handle that but yeah, uh, some of my favorite parts were like like, if you haven't played the first two games... Yeah, you would have no idea what the fuck's going on in this game. I yeah, assume. so, like, when... when My favorite parts in this game, like, early on, were, like, running into those characters again. Which, that makes, that makes sense. I mean, I, I would hope that no one is playing a Trails of Cold Steel yeah, 3 yeah. first. If, especially if they haven't played any of the other ones or anything. Right. Um, that's cool, though. Is, is it structured any differently? Or, like, is it more open than 1 and 2 are? Because one, 1 is, like, pretty linear. Like, you don't really get to choose where you're going as much. Or is right, in, like, right. 2 had the open world on the airship. Uh, does this one have a similar thing? Like, is there a world map that I can go on, or is it just, like, a list of no, places? No, it's just a list of areas. Okay. You're, like, going on field trips. That makes sense. kind of similar to the um, first one. This is the first one that was made for PS4, right? Yes. Like it, so, does it feel like that? Does it feel like it was made for PS4? Mm. Not really. Like it just looks like a PS3 game or whatever. I mean, it, it, it does look a little better than the other two. Okay, but well, that's because I, I, I played those on the Vita. I, I played them on the Vita. Yeah, yeah. and so then like, got my then pretty low. Those have come out on the PS4 as well. Yeah, and I mean they were better, but like uh, this doesn't just seem like oh hey we made this from the ground up for the PS4. Uh, it just seems like there's a, still frame rate drops. Oh uh, really? Yeah. That's that seems in weird. big city areas. I wonder if that's actually in the original game or if that's something that was added during localization. Mm. Because sometimes that'll happen where they have to change yeah, the yeah. text and stuff and put it in different areas of RAM and things like that. Right. Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you obviously like it. It's your number one game. Yeah. I am curious to start it at some point. Plot's still going strong, I think. Plot's still going strong. Nice. Uh, I think my biggest problem with it is, like, Music doesn't hit as hard as it did in the first one. That's so and even sad. the second one. I love that music. I know. In the music in the first game. Yeah. And then, like, you can't look up who wrote it because they just, like, won't let you know who <laughs> yeah. wrote the music in Trails of Cold Steel 1. I found it at one point, but it, like, took me way more effort than it should have. Yeah. Because I think it was a couple people. All right. Well, that's cool. Trails of Cold Steel 3. You th you, okay. You t you've told me, like, 12 times you think you're almost done. Listen. I feel I'm, like every time I talk to you I'm, and I say, oh, how is it? You're like, oh, I'm almost done. Listen, I'm in the final chapter, right? That's it's, what you told it's, me it's, last it, time. No, no, no. It said, it said final chapter. It said final chapter. Mm. Listen, this isn't going to be a Xenoblade Chronicles 2 scenario where I say I'm going to beat it and then I don't. You're right at the end. You're talking about this. You're literally in Xenoblade Chronicles 2. You were one room away from the ending. You, you were right, you literally right there. Listen, you had to beat one boss, walk listen, through a room listen, to fight the final listen, boss. Listen, you were right there. Listen, was right there. I'll beat it someday, okay? Okay, what do you, but, what but do you this, mean this with every I'll Final Fantasy game ever made? I, this is not. It's... Listen, I'll actually beat this one. Like, okay, I'll. I mean, you will, because yeah. you've beaten the other two Trails of Cold Steel games. I'm just. Is this a remake? No. No, this was a new game that came out this year? Yes, but that's because in Japan it came out years ago. Uh, that's what I thought. We're like... two behind. Uh, well, four would have come is, is out now, and they are making another new game. Okay. 
and a remake of another one. We will not get those until time is over. We may not ever get them because the PS5 will probably be out by then. So that makes me kind of worried a little bit. Why The PS5 is reportedly easier to... They do report that, but especially companies like NIS and Xseed tend to not want to do things like that because the localization costs so much for these huge JRPGs that then they just kind of like get left to the wayside which is why actually why i think it's crazy that cold steel 2 got put on the vita even Mm. uh but nis i guess now that they are doing the localization have slightly more money than xseed has so they can do more with it but that uh you're playing in english or japanese so I I like the English voices. Obviously, played the first two in English because yeah, you had to. You had to. And I'm so used to them, and I like them. I changed to Japanese. Wasn't used to it. Now I'm used to it. But I mean, they're they're both really good. Okay. I mean, my question was like, since it's a different company that did the localization, oh, they, they right. use the same voice actors for English. Yeah. Like, is it as good? In English? Yeah. Like, is the voice direction still good, or do they? Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I mean, they're the same voice actors. Yeah, obviously, yeah. it's the same, but like. I don't know. Right. It's yeah. one of those things where I was so worried that they were going to use different voice actors. And I was like, you can't in right, this right. four game franchise. <laughs> four, well, a hundred billion game franchise, but the yeah. fourth one where you've already had, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It seems kind of fucked up. One of the things they added that was in the PC versions, and I imagine. Oh, you can PS4, speed up. Yep. Nice. I think, I think they need Double to add speed, more of that baby. for like, all JRPGs. More of that, because sometimes JRPG battles are so fucking slow. Yeah. Just fast forward them right up. All the new Final Fantasy releases have that, where you can go like four times mm. battle speed. Hell yeah. Get in there. Alright, well, I know what Scott's number one is, but I go first. <laughs> uh, my, my game of the year is Outer Wilds. Because uh, so you did another plan. Okay. Outer Wilds is so sick. Not Outer Worlds. I know. Uh, Outer Wilds. You talked about this to me before, and I don't remember I anything about so it. So it's space time. I don't see. This is fifty-fifty for Nukio because he really likes space, mm-hmm. but he really hates time limits in games. Uh, so oh, I, <laughs> I think that would kill it for him. But I just. I don't know. I don't even have like a lot to say about it. I just like it is. It's a it's a Manny Jam. Uh, it is very, like very very Manny Jam. Yeah, like you just start off and they give you a low amount of information. It's like you are a new astronaut of this alien race, and only a few aliens have you know, a few people of your race have gone out into space, and you're just going out there to follow them. So. On the first planet, you learn a little bit about like how the gravity controls work, and like you have to. Walk Are you talking about the, the launch codes? Plan. You're talking about the planet you start. Yeah, the very very beginning. Because like because like you go off and you can. Yeah, go you can go anywhere or... after that. But in the beginning, you right. start because you have to get the launch codes. Yes. So like it's little like a little bit of a tutorial area. And they you can you don't have to do most of the things other than get the launch codes, but like you can go into the training anti-gravity area so you learn like how you will work in the anti-gravity and stuff like that and um how the spacesuit works and things like that you just go around and talk to people and they're like oh you're leaving that's cool you get the launch codes but before that you see eye to eye with this weird statue and it like communes with you sort of and you like ask everybody like hey did you guys fucking see that that shit was wild and they're like i don't know what you're talking about whatever okay you get the launch codes you go up into space i think the thing that kills everyone in this game is that 
the controls of the spaceship are like cl closer to what it would actually be in zero G. So it like really fucks with people and it's like not easy to control. You can autopilot to other planets and stuff, so, like, that's pretty easy. But, like, once you are up in space after you have the launch codes, like, you can go anywhere. And it is... It sort of delivers on what the promise of No Man's Sky was for me. It's like, oh, you just go out into the world and there are these cool planets and you'll see cool stuff. But in No Man's Sky, they were procedurally generated, so, like, chances are you're actually not going to see anything cool. Whereas this is a small galaxy that's only six planets, and so, like everything is seated so like you know that there will be something interesting or worthwhile because you're trying to solve this thing um and yeah so what happens is you'll eventually die on one of these planets and then you see through the eyes of the statue that you communed with and you just are at the beginning of the game and you have the launch code still so you can just then go right back up into space and so what ends up happening is either if you die while you're out there you start back at the beginning or if it's like 21 and a half minutes, but roughly 22 minutes are up, the sun goes supernova and destroys the whole galaxy, and then you're back at the beginning. So there is no real progression outside of knowledge. So what ends up happening is over time you learn that there is this other race of beings that lived in your solar system called the Nomai, and they basically foresaw that the end of the universe was coming and were trying to figure out how to stop it. So, like, they're all gone, but you find their bases and things, and you, like, read all the stuff that happened to them, the things they discovered. And so, basically, you are one of the few people who realizes there's a 22-minute time loop. And so you are trying to stop the 22-minute time loop, essentially. I, I, I don't want to spoil the ending of the game, even though it's not really that much of a spoiler, but I think that the ending is one of the things that is the coolest about it. Uh, like, I, when, I, when I was making my list for story, I thought about putting this in there, but it's less like a complete narrative and more like you get out of the story what you find. Because you don't necessarily have to find anything. But what's cool is, like, you know how in TV shows they have those boards where it's like, oh, man, here's this guy in the red string to the other thing. Like, it just is, like, a weird mind board. Like, you make that, and that's the only thing that carries over. So, like, in your ship, you will have read something, and it'll be, like, a thread from one thing to another. And so you'll be able to see where you were missing information, so you can go back there and explore it. And it just... I, I don't know. Like, I like that kind of thing. Like, I just wanted to find out what happened in this world and figure it out. And, like, you are the person who is, like, going to push yourself. Like, the game's not necessarily going to push you in any one direction. And I think it kind of falls apart a little bit near the end where, like, you just have a few threads left and you're like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. Or there are a few puzzles that were kind of obtuse, so, like, I had to look those up. But, I mean, overall, like, it was just one of those things where I picked it up because it was on Game Pass and I was at my mom's for two weeks watching her dogs while she was in London or something. And I just was like, oh, people have said that this is a game that is on Game Pass. I'll check it out. And it just, like, then it was five hours later. And I was like, oh, fuck, I really like this game, huh, I guess. And, like, it was just one of those things where I started and was like, oh, this is fine. And then... I realized I had gone down this whole rabbit hole and I was like, well, I think I really like this game. And then every night I would just come home and like just explore that world. And I, it's just really fun to, for me at least, I mean, it's mm -hmm. definitely not for everyone, but you just, 
figure out what's going on in that world and i feel like it's one of those things where a lot of games just hold your hand and like tell you what you're supposed to do now and it just like so is not that like it just doesn't tell you any of that stuff and so i think that's the initial hurdle like if you just don't immediately be like oh i want to figure this out like it's it's dead to you like you will never get over that hump um and it's interesting because I, I think now a lot of people are having an issue where people like me talk really positively about it and then they go to it and they just keep expecting like some crazy shit to happen. And like that just doesn't happen. Like you are the person per- pushing it forward. Like your will to learn what happened is what's going to get you through. There's never just like some like, oh shit, crazy set piece moment. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there can be those like going through a huge tornado to be pushed underground into a secret laboratory, finding these, like, interesting things, figuring out puzzles, somehow teleporting from one planet to another, like, figuring out a bunch of stuff about how quantum physics work. Like, it just... Those are the moments, but, like, the game is setting you up to find those. They're not necessarily going to happen for everyone. Mm -hmm. Because you can skip certain things. Like, not everyone finds everything in the same order, too. Like, what I thought was crazy... I was listening to the giant bomb deliberations and Abby and Ben both found the last thing I did in the game first. And I literally don't fucking understand how you could do that. Like, I don't understand how you could just stumble upon that and be like, Oh, this is something you can do. Cause it's like, you gotta wait like 20 minutes for this sand to go from one planet to another so that you can get into this tiny area and just like, I had to read so many things to figure out that that was even an option. And it's just like, how the fuck could you figure that out as the first thing? Or some people never realize that you can teleport from planet to planet in mm. certain ways. And it's just like, I don't know how I would have done some of the stuff if I didn't figure that out. Or like how to get into certain areas. People just never get in there. It's just interesting mm. to find that stuff. But I, I just like space exploration and I right. like trying to figure that kind of stuff out on my own. But it, it was really cool, and I think that the ending is really interesting. It's like kind of both depressing and really cool at the same time. But it's interesting for sure. And that is what I have, and I know what your number one game of the year is, and I'm very excited for you. I'm excited for me too. I know. I'm very excited. What is it? It is Resident Evil Two. Of course, oh, it is. Yeah. Duh, that <laughs> makes Resident sense. Evil. Oh, Resident yeah, Evil if two. it was his number two, I was gonna lose my fucking <laughs> gold. I off. do. There was have nothing to... to complain about about it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was. Perfect. So you thought I can't put Zelda in because it's a remake? <laughs> Resident. So I understand. <laughs> Willie Willie had the same argument with me recently. I'm not saying like. No, I... no, I know. Uh, but. Willie said the same thing recently, and I... Link's Awakening, like, is that same game. Right. Basically, like, it's just, like, a different art style, and it is... I mean, they change some things, like, the amount of buttons and stuff, but Resident Evil 2 is, like, it might as well be a different game. Right, right. Uh, They, like, pretty much rebuilt the whole thing. right. Especially the controls. (laughs) (laughs) In the camera. Man, the camera. Yeah, they changed a lot. Yeah. I'm actually playing through that right now. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, he really likes it. Yeah, so. I played through Leon's, and now and then I was like, I'm gonna jump in and play through Claire's, and I'm blown away at like how different the playthrough is, and just like I I didn't expect. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna have to do the same puzzles over, and like they, no, it is very different. It is very different, and the puzzles that you do have to do the same are they switch those up, and so they're not the same either, and just yeah. And you got to do the B stories. 
And then they gave the free DLC that people complained about for some reason. Yeah, people were upset that they put out the free DLC. That was really They added four more stories. They were like, how dare they put out this free DLC? <laughs> it was free. It actually. didn't make any sense. Well, their reasoning was like they could be developing something else. There's some, like, I don't remember. Like, what but the it, fuck is it? What? They're already developing something else. I know. I don't, I don't know. People were so upset about it. I was like... It's literally free hmm. stuff. <laughs> we didn't have to pay for it. It's extra story. And people were like, well, it could have just been in there to begin with. And I was like, well, you're, right. you're not paying for it. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? I don't know. I, and, I mean, you did everything. You did the tofu thing and all yeah, the... I, I mean, you platinumed it. So you played through it like a hundred times. I looked yeah. through some of those trophies and I'm like... One of them is like you have to beat the game with taking like no more than like 1,400 mm -hmm. steps or something. And I'm yeah. like... How would you even, like, did you just luck upon that one? I planned out my route after my oh. sixth or seventh run first. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that's, what, that's what I think is weird is, like, people, people are always like, oh, my God, you have to go through it, like, six or seven times. But it's it's not, like, near Automata where, like, some of those playthroughs are pretty long. It's like you can get through it in, like, an hour and a half, if that, less than that. It's you fairly can, short. You can, you can blow it. through it, yeah. Right. Like really quick, so it's just one of those things where it's like, ah, oh, you, you have to like, know it. Like, what well, is yeah, the yeah. what is the speed run one? How fast do you have to beat it? Uh, for the trophy, yeah, under two and a half hours. Is that I think? like difficult or like not really? I think I did it in an hour forty. Yeah, like I, I don't think it's that long. Which is I thought was cool, but people were like, that was what people were complaining that it was too short too. It, I, I I don't know, but that's what the it game was. is too short. Yeah, some people. Say I think that. an average person playing it through for the first time is probably anywhere from seven to twelve hours. No, and that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah, you, you I, can definitely like blow through it if you want to. That's well, why I ask because like my first playthrough was eight hours on Leon, yeah. and then my second playthrough was at least five hours in the Claire's. So like, like I said, once you start learning it, you redo it like four or more times. <laughs> yeah, when you, you just do know it, like that you can, times. you know all their spawns and. Until you have the B story and everything's different. <laughs> <laughs> Did you like Mr. X? Uh, yeah. Somewhat. Um, the I... Claire story was fine. He wasn't really there much. Wait, did you do Claire first or second? First. Yeah, the second story, because I'm doing Claire, and he's around all the time. Is he? Yes. Man. But, like, my Leon playthrough, he was barely around. It might just be whoever you play first. The first, you're right, you're right. The second time, you're clearly... You I know the him. B story, he's right off the bat. Right. <laughs> right on you, and you're like, oh my god. I, it, <laughs> see, I don't find him scary. I find him just, like, kind of tedious, because I'm like, I just kind of want to, like, solve this puzzle, and I've got you, like, I've just got to, like... you got to reroute him through all the hallways. Yeah, and it's just like, this is not fun. <laughs> no, my first playthrough, I got all the boards, and I boarded up the windows, and I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, this is fun. I mean, there's spots where they constantly keep respawning, but once you clear out the police station, you're pretty much safe. Yeah. <laughs> as much as you can say safe. Did you play any of the ghost stories or no? I, I, as I said, I'm just in my second okay. playthrough, so I haven't, I haven't really dove into any of that stuff yet. I just beat Leon's, I want to say, just a couple nights ago, and then I started playing through Claire's, so... I'm almost to the end of Claire's. I just did the chess puzzle. Chess puzzle. The the chess puzzle pieces. Oh, okay. So, I, I know I have a boss battle coming up, and then I'm guessing I have a couple more hours of Claire's. Claire's not bad. So you went to the orphanage, right? Yes. And you saw the dead girl on the table? Yes. Yeah, she's one of the ghost stories. Okay. 
if you played the original one, which you might not have. No, I definitely didn't. <laughs> you learn that she's the mayor's daughter, and the police chief had like some sick obsession with her and like wanted to like make her a porcelain doll. Is that why he has her? Yeah. Because he's like weirdly creepy. He like, <laughs> he like took the little girl and you have to like. Yeah, he likes to make like shiny people. Mm. It's fucked up. Yeah. Perfect. 10 out of 10. But you play through her story and it's a what if if that didn't happen that way. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but she really does die. What, uh, <laughs> what were the other ghost stories? There was like the um, star soldier. Right? One was the, the soldier that didn't die. <laughs> Um, how it, long are the B, the B stories? The B stories are a lot shorter. Probably half the time. So just a couple hours, probably? <sighs> Each? I think four hours or time that. Of all of them, or just one is? Each one. Each one is four hours? Roughly. Wow. So there's a lot of content. Yeah, and but the ghost stories were not very long, I thought. No. Right? They're like an hour. Half hour? That, oh, yeah. okay. No, they're just small what-ifs. Yeah. Um... Yeah, do you think this is? I mean, I guess this is kind of a loaded question. Is this a better game than the original Resident Evil Two? I, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. But you needed the first one to, to know how much better this one is. <laughs> I, guess, I guess that makes sense. Mm. Are you excited for the new version of Three now because of that? Because I know like most people don't even like Three, and like you really like Resident Evil, but even you were like, eh, Three was not. <laughs> My I favorite never, one. I beat one and two of the originals. I never did three. Mm. So I started you, it and I was like, Ugh. "That is shocking." Because like, yeah, I don't. Know. People just don't like Nemesis. I think like that mechanic. I think people did not like. And so like, it's just like the Mister X mechanic, but like right. the whole thing. So I yeah I, I don't know. Like, do you think that this will make you feel similarly about Resident Evil Three? I mean, like, I don't will you will so. you play it? Well, I'll probably? play it. Yeah. Are you excited to try the multiplayer stuff? No. I get it. That one is so weird to me because, like, they always try to add in weird multiplayer modes or, like... I played did you, Operation did you like Raccoon the, City and stuff. And, what was the mercenary mode in 4? Oh, I was fine with that. Mercenaries? Yeah, like those, and I, just, I don't know about that. But I, I always feel like every time they try to do a multiplayer Resident Evil thing, right. I feel like it, like, falls right on its face. So I, I hope that it's just, like, Left for Dead or something. So that people can be more... You don't like Left 4 Dead? Not really. Okay, well, most people like Left 4 Dead, so I hope for them that it is, like, at least that level or <laughs> right. something. Like, weird replayability multiplayer co-op thing. Because, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it's definitely, obviously, it couldn't stand on its own, otherwise they wouldn't have packaged right. it with 3, so this seems kind of weird. It comes out very soon, April. Yeah. So does everything else in the world. Well, that's March. April's different. You're not going to like Cyberpunk as much as me, so you can play Resident Whoa, Evil. Oh, you don't know. <laughs> I, I can say that pretty confidently. And I think. we don't know how long Final Fantasy VII is going to be. Yeah. It could be... <laughs> Might be like six hours. Could be a hundred. It could be. I <laughs> they, they pad out. They pad out, the st- they pad out the story. Yeah, really, really intensely. If they go the same length as the first original disc... You got some distance to cover. They're not doing that. They already said that. I know they're not, but... He originally said that they were going to get out of Midgar, and I think he backtracked on that. So, like... There's a lot in Midgar. (laughs) I know. They're not even doing that now. (sighs) Yeah, because I don't think they realize how much there is. I don't know. I think they looked at it all, and they're like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) To get back on track. Yeah. 
the Resident Evil Two. Where would you rank this among like all the other Resident Evil games? Mm. Would you put this pretty high on the list, or would it be somewhere in the middle? Oh, it'd be high. Um, it's definitely better than six. Would that, be <laughs> <laughs> that is like yeah. the fucking lowest bar. <laughs> Cause like I played seven and seven gave me nightmares. That thing was oh, seven was good too. Scariest. Pet I don't know. It would be a. I I think I like this more than seven just because like I like it more than seven as well. It's probably right up there with four. It's either four or this. Cause five is pretty popular, but five is uh five like okay. more of an action game. Yeah, five is definitely more action based, and then six is a garbage dump. Uh, I don't even... So like that, that's what my context with Resident Evil is I played four and five, right. and like I have dicked around with the other ones like a little bit. I didn't even try six, but yeah, I get why people like four the most. Like even as someone who had not played one until then, was like, oh, this is like really fucking good. So doesn't isn't four the one that has like the annoying game mechanic of like. Having like yes a guest or whatever. Oh, well, of, uh, yeah, the president's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I started the era of terrible escort missions. Yeah, but you can just like throw her in a dumpster. <laughs> you and can't like, throw her in a dumpster. Fine. You'll be okay. I'll yeah. come and then once you beat the game on hardest, you get her the suit of armor. Yeah. And then she can't get hurt. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, you already did everything in the game. I mean, yeah. <laughs> at that point, it doesn't even matter. But I, yeah, I wonder if they're gonna remake four. <laughs> I don't think they will. But I don't think they'll touch four. I don't think they will. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, I mean, like two and three were supposed to be packaged together. So. They were, but I. I hope they redo one. It, they did already. Mm, they did. <laughs> no, that it's modern enough. I don't yeah. think they can do, do it again and get away with it. Probably not. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I because, because, I mean, they, they also re-released those, like, on modern consoles, too. And, like, they're right. fine. They don't have the tank controls. And uh, that, that I tried and I hated. But that was because, like, every door you went in, you had to sit through a load screen. Well, that's just, you know, that's how it is. No, that's not not in modern No, days. it is. Uh, that was Dun in Donkey's video. It was. And he, he was like, yeah, it's better than Resident Evil 2. Check this out. And he, showed, <laughs> he shows all the door opening videos. Mm -hmm. uh, very good. Um, yeah, I don't think they'll do four, though. I Because I just don't think that they can, like, live with the consequences of not doing it well. <laughs> I think Capcom will be shut down. Yeah, I feel like if they touch it and they don't do and it And they don't do absolutely. it perfectly, like, they're gonna get fucking railed. Uh, there'll so be like pitchforks you... and they'll be done. So they'll do three and then probably move on to eight? Yeah, I think they should do that, yeah. But, I, I mean, who knows? Capcom has new vigor. They're ready. For the new oh, stuff. They didn't continue the story after 7. Yeah, I mean, they set it up for right, more. Right. Like, Chris was there and stuff, so... They can make it more Resident Evil-y as it goes forward. Really get back into that convoluted plot. Do you think they would go back to third person in 8 or stick with the first person? That's hard to say. I think they should stick with the first person. Just, like... Because they started in 7 Just, now? like, keep, keep it going forward. Like, try new stuff instead of... You know, right. I don't know. I I just wonder if they ended up making two and three as like a stopgap so that they could think of some new cool oh, mechanic right. or do something, and then they were like, oh well, they weren't ready at the same time, so we still have to put it out. But like, I wonder if eight now has had like so much time in the oven that it's gonna be some like fucking insane masterpiece game or something. I mean, I don't really like Resident Evil that much in the first place, so like, 
Mm, I, I'm not the right person to gauge that. Right. But I, you know, I would hope for people who really like it. I mean, I'm glad that the game that actually made people have faith in Capcom again was Resident Evil 7, and then they, like, kept the fucking train rolling with Monster Hunter World and Mega Man 10 and or 11, whatever fucking one it was. And DMC. The DMC. Uh, yeah, like, they just kept going, so. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> Scott, Scott, Scott's, Scott's wrong, but it's okay. Uh, hey, his, his list is capped off by Capcom. It is. Uh, Capcom. It's at the bottom. <laughs> it's at the bottom of the top. Perfect. <laughs> Um, yeah, so with that, I, that's it. Yeah. We did three and a half. That's well, not bad. No, that's not bad. That's what we did last year with three of us, I think. Was it? Yeah, so with four people, we cut it down. I think it's... No, cut, well, I, I think, think it cuts out a lot of time when we we had a lot that were the same. I was going to say, like, we, we just all, oh, everybody had Devil May Cry 5, because it's such a good, <laughs> good banger. Yeah, you know? did. We all rated it differently, too. Yeah, we... <laughs> Well, I mean, like, everybody else was between four and six. I almost rated it higher. I still feel bad about what I did to Luigi's Mansion, so. Oh, that was my one I wanted to put on there, but I didn't finish it because I wanted to get all the booze. Oh, my God. (laughs) And I was like, I could finish it right now, but I was like, I can't. I gotta get the booze. Those booze are not not even worth it. (laughs) You don't get anything. I know you don't, but I gotta get them. (laughs) Luigi was jilted because of this. And I would have bumped Sweet. DMC right off and put Luigi's Mansion somewhere <laughs> in the middle. Nice. <laughs> what? Why didn't you just do that? <laughs> I didn't finish it. It didn't feel right. That's fine. I feel like you played enough of that game to know that you. I did play a lot of it. Poor Luigi. But He's, I needed the booze. He just got screwed. I didn't know the conclusion. I couldn't. If the I also sucked, I I tr- I looked at my list and I thought for so long I was like, how can I fit Cadence of Hyrule onto this? Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do it. And then, like, I also had Bloodstained that I actually liked a decent amount. And I was I don't know. There was one more that I don't remember what it was. So it probably wasn't as good as I remember. Yeah, I had a tough time. I, Resident Evil was on my list. And then I was like, wait. Lego Speed Champions came out this year, though. <laughs> Lego Speed Champions. <laughs> All right. Well, I will. I will cut off this podcast. Thank you guys for listening in another for another year of excellent good times, and uh, we will be back two Fridays from now with the hottest uh, podcast you've ever heard. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's like ten days away. At yeah, this ten point. days away at this point. Not quite the two weeks it normally is, but it will be the hottest podcast you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. So get ready. I heard Scott's a listener. 2020. I also heard this. And he's now a participant. I know. He's participated and he listened. <laughs> that's some next level shit. All right, but we will catch you guys. Uh, well, I can't listen to this one. We'll catch you later. You can. You just, you It'd know. be weird. All right. See, see you guys later. <laughs> Peace.